you see is violence in movies and sex on TV. But where are those good old-fashioned values on which we used to rely? And cry. He's a family guy. I say, Mother, this hot dog has been on my plate for a full minute and it hasn't yet cut itself. Honey, I'll be right there. Oh, by all means, take your time. Oh, and when you do finally get around to it, I'll be the one covered in flies with the belly that protrudes halfway to bloody Boston. Mom, there is no way I'm sleeping in Chris's room this weekend. It smells like old milk in there. Hey, if I could find it, I'd clean it up. Kids, keep it down. I haven't even told your father that Aunt Marguerite is coming to visit. Who said Marguerite? Peter, it's just for a week. A week? Oh, jeez. No, 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 no. Please, God, kill me now. No, no. Damn, damn crap. Damn it to hell, son of a... Peter. Lois, sometimes it's appropriate to swear. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God? I do. You bastard. I love Aunt Marguerite. Because if it wasn't for her, I never would have met you, Peter. Aunt Marguerite, have you seen my towel? Have the towel, boy. Bring you another. Oh, I don't want to bother him. Nonsense, dear. You're a pewter schmidt. Towel boy! Uh, hi. My name, my name is Towel. I have a Peter for you. <laughs> I mean, I mean, my, my name is Peter, and I'll be your nipples. Towel boy. Oh, jeez. Okay, everyone, give Aunt Marguerite a big Griffin family welcome. Aunt Marguerite? Lois. <gasps> oh, my God. She, she's dead. Whoa. <laughs> Careful what you wish for, huh, Lois? What if they bury her and she, like, wakes up because she wasn't really dead? She was only sleeping? Yeah, that's what happened to our big brother, Jimmy. That's why Mom and Dad adopted you. What? Peter, you remember Coco, my friend from Newport? Peter, I almost didn't recognize you without a towel on your arm. <laughs> Lois, where are your parents? Don't tell me they're still on safari. You know Daddy. He won't rest until he kills something on every continent. <laughs> but I'm hoping they'll be back in time for Christmas. Yeah, it just wouldn't be Christmas without your parents. Oh, I dropped my watch. Peter, would you be a sport and fetch it for me? Sure thing, Mr. Pewterschmidt. <laughs> Peter, we've got to put that out. <laughs> I'm telling you, Brian, nothing changes. These bluebeards still treat me like scum just because I'm not loaded. Well, I got news for them. I am as elegant as anyone in this room. Peter, we have to meet with Aunt Marguerite's lawyer tomorrow. She left us something in her will. Holy crap! Oh, you sweet old broad, I love you! Hey! <gasps> oh, my God. She's dead. Madam Pewterschmidt's passing has saddened us all. Yeah, it's a real tragedy. What do we get? What do we get? Come on, big money, big money, big money. No whammy, no whammy. Stop! Peter, please. I'm sorry. He's stricken with grief. Before she passed, your aunt recorded a message for you. Newport, Rhode Island, home of New England's most elegant and historic estates. The Breakers, Rosecliff, and exquisite Cherrywood Manor, the palatial mansion of Marguerite Pewter-Smith. Marguerite is a shining example of how people with a lot of money are just plain better than everyone else. 
Lois, you are always my favorite niece. I just knew you'd find a wonderful man who would make all your dreams come true. But I was wrong. And now you're dead. Score one for Peter. Shh. It's time you started living like a beauty schmidt. That's why I'm giving you my summer home in Newport. Cherrywood? And that's so generous, Aunt Marguerite. Oh, our own summer house. Now I feel kind of bad for doing that thing with a toothbrush. We only live to kiss your ass. Kiss it? Hell, we'll even wipe it for you. From here on in, it's easy street. Any bars on that street? 24 happy hours a day. Oh, boy! We'll stop Jehovah's at the gate. Can I see that pamphlet, sir? My God, this house is freaking sweet. I make brunch, Clive cooks lunch, each and every day. Chocolate cake, a la Blake. Hundred bucks, Blake is gay. We'll do the best we can with are you saying I'm ugly? It doesn't matter, dear. You're rich now. We'll do your nails and rub your feet. Oh, that's not necessary. Oh, my. We'll do your homework every night. It's really hard. That's why we got that Stephen Hawking guy. My God, this house is freaking sweet. Used to pass lots of gas. Lois ran away. Now we got 30 rooms. Hello, beans. Goodbye, spray. <clears throat> we take a bullet just for you. Oh, what a coincidence. I've got one. No way. Prepare to suck that golden tea. Now that you're stinking rich, we'll gladly be your bitch. Now let's get the hell out of here. Now, wait a second. Where are you going? The old bag only paid us up through the song. Well, we can just pick up after ourselves. After all, we'll only be here on weekends. No, no, Lois. It's time you started living like the piece of Schmidt you are. That's pewter Schmidt. Wait, wait, wait. You guys? You guys? You're all hired to be full-time Griffin servants. Peter, where are we going to get the money to pay all these people? Simple. I, uh, sold our house in Cohog. You sold our home? Surprise. Peter, how could you? Whoops. I recognize that tone. Tonight I sleep alone. But still this house is freaking sweet. Peter, how could you sell our house in Quahog without even asking me? Oh, honey, this is where you belong. You deserve a big house and, and nice stuff. You know, like diamonds. But I love our old house. You have to buy it back. Yeah, it's too late for that. Our stuff is already packed. It's on its way here. Come on, Lois. You're gonna love living in Newport. Sure, this house is big, but it's also very intimate. 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 So we're really gonna live here now? Intimate. That's right, honey. I don't know, Peter. Please, Mom. 
Look, there's a pool. Yeah, and there's a chair. The solarium is at the far end of the west. Come play with us, Stewie. Forever and ever and ever. Yes, all work and no play makes Stewie a dull boy. And across the hall from the library, we have the billiard room. And here we have the lounge. <gasps> Sweet Mary Mother of God, jackpot! What can I get you, sir? We have ten varieties of single malt scotch and a wine cellar with over 10,000 bottles. Don't make me beg. Well, I did love spending time here when I was a kid. All right, Mom! Jonathan and I just returned from sailing our yacht around the world. Oh, oh, funny sailing story. All right, this guy's on his boat in the middle of the ocean, right? And he sees a little black dog. And let me tell you, this dog's been swimming for days and he stinks like a dead otter, right? Peter, maybe this isn't the place for that. Hey, hey, hang on, Lois, hang on. So the guy takes the dog into the vet, and the freaking vet tells him, get this, it's not a dog, it's a rat. A big, stinking Mexican rat. True story. Dad, that's just an urban legend. Hey, hand to God, I'm telling you, it was a, it's a huge freaking rat. Five times as big as that guy's steak. Oh, Peter, that rat gets bigger every time you tell this story. Oh, I got a million of them. Like this, like uh, my buddy's sister's boss. He was uh, drinking with a hooker in this Vegas bar. Bam! <gasps> woke up without his kidney. <laughs> I can't believe they kicked me out of the yacht club. I barely had time to stuff Lois's salmon in my jacket. Face it, Peter, you have a knack for saying the wrong thing. Oh, this sucks. Lois's friend Yacht Boy and his lovely wife Kaka invited us to some hoity-toity auction tomorrow afternoon. I don't want to embarrass her again. You gotta help me, Brian. Teach me how to be a gentleman. Well, Peter, it's not really that hard. Uh, let's start with polite conversation. For example, it's a pleasure to see you again. Lovely weather we're having. Now you try. It's a pleasure to see you again. After Hogan's Heroes, Bob Crane got his skull crushed in by a friend who videotaped him having rough sex. How's that? Wow, perfect. My work is done, but just for the heck of it, let's try again. More coffee, madam? Oh, I can get that, Sebastian. <laughs> to tell you the truth, we're all a little uncomfortable being waited on. Cut my egg. Your eggs are cut, sir. Cut my milk. I can't, sir, it's liquid. Imbecile! Freeze it, then cut it. And if you question me again, I'll put you on diaper detail. And I promise I won't make it easy for you. Oh, Meg, you're gonna love Newport High. It has a beautiful campus. Yeah, filled with beautiful people. Now I'm gonna bag me a rich one. Meg, that's a terrible thing to say. You should marry someone you love. That's what I did. Yeah, and it got us kicked out of the yacht club. Oh, you can't be mad at your father for being himself. That's the reason I fell in love with him in the first place. Ah, oh, he was so different from everyone else. Coco, the day I graduate from Harvard, I'm gonna carry you off into the sunset on a white horse. It better be a stretch horse with leather seats and a chauffeur. Isn't she a bit of terrific? If you marry for love, your life will be filled with its own riches. Money doesn't buy happiness. Oh, I beg to differ. 
You, bring me the Wall Street Journal. You two, fight to the death. Okay, Peter. I was hoping I wouldn't have to resort to shock therapy, but your progress has been... Well, who are we kidding? You haven't made any progress. Now, the left TV is tuned to Frasier. The right TV has Ricky Lake. If you so much as glance at the right TV, I'm giving you 10,000 volts. Got it. Well, Frasier, you're so corpulent that when you sit around the magnificently appointed Tuscan Villa, you sit around the magnificently appointed Tuscan Villa. Huh. This is the smartest show on TV. Yo, Ricky, that's my girlfriend. She ain't supposed to be having no penis. Master Brian, do you really believe you can pass him off as a gentleman at the auction? Well, we've got a long road ahead, but, uh, hey, I've worked miracles before. And the Oscar goes to Marissa Tomei. Peter was supposed to meet us here an hour ago. I, I hope he didn't change his mind. Well, maybe he's already here. Maybe he's fitting in so well, we just can't tell him from the other Blue Bloods. Well, I don't think we have to worry about that. Lord Peter Lowenbrow Griffin I. Play me down the stairs, boys. Good day. Enchanté. Pasta Fasul. Looking good, fellas. Brian, do you know anything about this? Lois, please, I'm just a dog. A stupid dog. Vodka stinger with a whiskey back and step on it. Peter, you're simply enchanting. You must join us tomorrow for a game of Baccarat. Mm, right, Baccarat at you. Brian, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what happened to Peter? He's not cramming hors d'oeuvres in his mouth or asking anyone to pull his finger. That's not the man I married. So I guess technically that, that makes you available. What? <laughs> Lighten up, Toots. It's a party. <laughs> hey, barkeep. It's like the damn Sahara over here. How you doing, honey? Welcome to the Historical Society auction. Our first item is a 17th century gilded vessel. We'll start the bidding at $140,000. What a marvelous vessel. It would look smashing in Lois's crapper. I mean, crappier. You are so right. Any woman would love to have that vase adorn her crapier. Jonathan. Oh, uh, 140,000. 150. Brian, that sounded like Peter. Hey, come here, you. Come here. <laughs> 160,000. 170. 180. 190. Two hundred thousand dollars. We have a new record for the historical society. The vessel goes to one hundred million dollars. <laughs> Mr. Peter Griffin for an astonishing one hundred million dollars. Money, money. Peter, we had no idea you were such a philanthropist. It's a fabulous vase, Peter, darling. Do you collect objet d'art? Well, if that's French for Star Wars collector's glasses, then see. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Griffin, you're the most generous man since Ted Turner. Uh, uh, I'd like to announce I'm giving a gift the whole world can appreciate. I've colorized the moon. Peter, you don't have a hundred million dollars. Of course I do, my dear. Now, will that be cash or check? 
I'll drop by Cherrywood this evening. I'll have the money wired to me from my Swiss bank account. Ah, oh, very good, sir. You don't have a Swiss bank account. Right. My uh, lawyers advised me to keep some of my assets a secret in case things don't work out. <sighs> I'm going home. Where's Brian? Listen, uh, I told this blonde inside I got a 500 SL. Can you help me out? I'm sorry, but I've made my decision. We're moving back to Quahog just as soon as we can get packed. Ugh, Quahog? That one-horse town? Hey, shut up! No, you shut up! No, you shut up! You shut up! You're the one talking. Well, there's no one else here. Look, everybody, just shut up! <gasps> What's that? The wind? A pox on Quahog! Easy. If I ever go back to Quahog, it'll be just so I can poke poor people with a stick. Mmm, Bon Jovi, everyone. Now I remember why I left Newport. It changes people. You kids have lost your values, you've lost your mind, and I don't much care for Stewie's new friends. Yes, yes. The Pacific Rim economy is still a tad shaky for my tastes. Oh, oh, stop it, stop it. Now, look here, you can't become a bloody fiscal hermit crab every time the Nikkei undergoes a self-correction. Asia's market has nowhere to go but up. Interesting. Indeed. Oh, I wish we'd never come here in the first place. Oh, pshoff. Here, go buy yourself some more money. Hey, old bean. Hey, hey, what are you doing with my Star Wars glass? Illustrating a point. Peter, when Han Solo took the Millennium Falcon to Cloud City, he found that Lando Calrissian had turned control of the station over to Darth Vader. Lando had forgotten who he was. It was only after Han was encased in carbonite and taken by Boba Fett to Jabba's palace that he was able to see the error of his ways. Look inside yourself. You're not a Newport millionaire. I created you. In a way, I am your father. That's not true. That's impossible! Damn it, Peter. Snap out of it. No! Huh. Jeez, I just had the craziest dream where I bought a hundred million dollar vase. A Mr. Brandywine from the Historical Society is at the front gate. He'll be here in half an hour. It uh, wasn't a dream, Peter. He's here for the money. Oh, Brian, I'm screwed. If I welch on that debt, I I'm just gonna prove to everyone that I'm not good enough for Lois. If only I had something worth that much money. Man, I never should have dropped Mean Joe Green's jersey. Good game, Mean Joe. You want some of my Coke? Hey, kid. Catch. Wow, thanks, Mean Joe. Hey, what What about this house? I could just give him the house and call it even. Cherrywood isn't worth $100 million. Brian, it's the Historical Society. Look, we just got to convince him that $100 million worth of history happened here. So you're saying that Jesus carved his name into this mantle 51 years before he was born? Yeah, he's Jesus. He can do anything. And look over here. That's where the stock market crashed. Mr. Griffin. Oh, I'm telling you, you can't take a step in this house without uncovering something historical. <gasps> whoa, whoa. Wait a second. Could that be Harriet Tubman's secret underground railroad? <gasps> it is. Go, Freedom Train, go. I've seen enough. I happen to know that nothing of historical significance ever occurred here. Please, have our money ready by tomorrow. Good day. Oh, wait, wait, wait! Look, this is where the pilgrims landed at Fraggle Rock. Excuse me, Lord Griffin. Your family is going back to Quahog. If you get tired of being a snob, look us up. Lord Griffin is dead. 
It's just me, Peter the Towel Boy. Peter, you're back. Oh, let's go home. We can't. I sold our home. Our beautiful home with a stolen cable and the little man with the penis for the light switch. So we'll find another place. Yeah, your Aunt Marguerite is probably laughing at me while she's burning in hell. May she rest in peace. But she was right. Everyone was right. I'm not good enough for you. Peter, I don't care what anyone else thinks. All that matters is that I love you. I love you too, Lois. <gasps> Lois, our problems are over. My mansion is historical, all right. Sherry Wood was America's first presidential whorehouse. See, there's Lincoln, Grant, Robert E. Lee. Those are fake. Oh, oh they're real. And uh, FYI, Lincoln had the jungle fever. So you see, Jumpy Franklin lived across the street, you see. Jumpy Franklin would always make a face like this. Dad, you're not listening. I have a serious problem. I got a girl pregnant. What do I do? And when we saw Jumpy Franklin make his face, we would all make this face. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, oh, my God. Hey, Dad, you never did tell us how you got our house back. Simple. I just offered the people I sold it to double what they paid. What? How could you afford that? I kept one of those Lincoln pictures and held a little auction of my own. Thanks to old Honest Abe, we have our house back, and I learned a valuable lesson. It doesn't matter if your family doesn't think I'm good enough for you. That's right, because all that's important is that I love you. No, because your ancestors were nothing but a bunch of pimps and whores. Six months to live. Oh my God! Got milk? Hey, listen up, everybody! Your Grandpa Griffin is finally retiring. Grandpa Griffin? Is he that guy that smells like firewood and has those big gray pussy willows in his ears? Chris, that's a terrible word, pussy willows. My dad worked at that mill for sixty years. That's almost eighty years. Tomorrow night they're throwing a big dinner, and we're all gonna be there to honor him. Why? We barely know him. Yeah, how come he never visits us? Well, kids, your grandfather has never been comfortable with the fact that I'm not Catholic. Yeah. 
Hey, 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 Dad loves all of us. He's just too busy working to show it. It's been that way ever since I was a kid. And now, the winners of the father-son three-legged race. First place, Bobby Hamill and his dad. Second place, Jimmy Lawson and his dad. Third place, Peter Griffin and a stalk of corn. Well, now that he's retiring, me and him can finally spend some time together. I want us to have one of those father-son moments, like on TV, you know, where we hug and the music goes, la, la, la. Thanks, boys, just like that. Hey, can you guys do that fluttery thing like when the Brady kids run down the stairs? I don't want to tattle, but is Bobby really a doctor? <laughs> Mom, I can't eat. I'm too grossed out by Grandpa's ears. I know, they're like a big gray enchanted forest. Kids, your grandfather's ears are not gross, and they are certainly not an enchanted forest. Medrening, Tromsodian fit, Paz, Hap, Echabodian Grilster. But seriously, Tonight, we here at Pawtucket Mills celebrate the career of our oldest and most dedicated employee, Francis Griffin. Francis? At mass this morning, it occurred to me that I may never see any of your faces again. I just want to say that Jesus loves you. But in my eyes, you're a bunch of sinners and slackers who have forced a hard-working old man to retire. So you can take this shiny watch and shove it. I adore this man. And that was some speech, Dad. Yes, it's a shame Grandma wasn't there to hear it. Bless her heart. She's on another one of her prayer missions in Las Vegas. Hit me, you five-card stud. <laughs> Cocktail! Aye, she's a rose. It's a pity you couldn't find yourself a nice Irish Catholic girl, Peter. <laughs> Oh, Francis, this must be embarrassing for you. <laughs> I'm in the car. Dad, now that you're retired, you're coming to stay with us. No more excuses. I'm putting my foot down. <laughs> hey, Brian, buckle up. Hey, what do you say, Dad? I don't want to be a bother. It's just no bother, is it, Lois? Of course not. <laughs> It'll be fun. You're a good woman, Lois. Perhaps you won't burn in hell after all. Maybe you just go to purgatory with all the unbaptized babies. Hey, there you go, Lois. You love kids. <laughs> Look at that, Lois. Dad's reading Stewie to sleep, just like he never did for me. So God cast the pagans and sinners into the fiery bowels of hell, where their flesh burned in agony forever and ever. The end. <sighs> ah, children love a good bedtime story from the Bible. Yeah, it's charming, like when God told Abraham to kill Isaac. <laughs> hey! <gasps> That was a lovely service, Francis. Super. And only three more hours till school. I didn't even know there was a 5 a.m. mass. I didn't even know there was a 5 a.m. What else haven't you told me? You know, I, I rather like this god fellow. He's very theatrical, you know. You know, a pestilence here and a plague there. Omnipotence. Gotta get me some of that, hmm? Uh, yes, we, we all enjoy the Bible in this house. Really? What's your favorite book in the Bible? Uh, yeah. Uh, the one where Jesus swallows the puzzle piece and the man in a big yellow hat has to take him to the hospital? Open the store! Open it, I say! Sorry, Grandpa. 
Uh, you might want to give that a minute or two. I know what you're doing in there. And there's a sin. If you ever do it again, you'll burn in hell. But I do it every day. Sometimes twice. Mark my words, lads. You may think you're alone in there, but God's watching. Don't do it again. God's watching me do number two? Oh, man, I'm a sinner, and God's a pervert. Megan! Ah! How was school? Uh, good. Kevin walked me home. Kevin? He lives next door. He lives next door to a harlot. Grandpa, we were just holding hands. Well, it'll be easy for him to take your hand when God strikes your sinful heart with leprosy. You can take it right home with him. Lord, it's great to see you kids. We were watching that. Well, I'll tell you how it ends. Laura burns the roast, and God kills her for parading her bum around in those pants. Yeah, yeah, not a bad way to kick off your retirement, huh, Dad? <laughs> yeah, the magic of baseball has brought fathers and sons together for millions of years. Uh, Stewie's having fun. Why, why does that man drop his club before he runs around? I would bring it with me. Hey, who wants a Fenway Frank, huh? Nothing says, please talk to me, Daddy, like a Fenway Frank. Is there a bathroom here? I don't think I can wait anymore. In a public restroom, lad. But I'm gonna your soul show some restraint. Hey, hey, hot dog guy. I'll get him. Oh, no, no, Dad, they bring him to you. Well, la dee da I don't need my food brought to me. I'm not a broken-down old mule. I can still work. I can still take orders. Oh, hey, hey, look, hey, Dad, hey, Dad, look. Hey, Dad, Dad, you got it. Look, look, uh, look, ah, uh, crap, that was money well spent. He just left without saying anything? Where, where would he go? I don't know. I just asked him to buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jacks. I don't care if he ever gets back. I wasn't being cute. I really hope he's dead. Well, Tom, the city of Boston is examining its conscience tonight in preparation for a visit from the Pope. That's right, Diane, and I'll tell you what else will be examined. This cock. Yes, the Rhode Island Cock Society will be sponsoring free checkups for this year's Cock Awareness Week. I don't know why they went with such a suggested name. They could have just as easily gone with Rooster. Diane? Oh, I'm telling you, something must have happened to him. He, he's probably hurt or, or lost or, or, or shanghaied by pirates. That renegade pirate ship captained by the ruthless peg-legged swantoon. Ada, calm down. It's his first night of retirement. He's probably out enjoying himself. He's in jail. Dad, my God, are you okay? Don't pay yours in a large name in vain. He's okay, thank God. Yeah, it seems he broke into the old mill after hours. We found him working at a kick press. Dad, you left a ball game with me to go work in a mill? Yes, I want to work. I want my job back. But, Dad, you're retired. I'd rather be dead. Deb? I'll tell you what's Deb. Vaudeville. You know what killed it? The talky pictures. But you can still make it, kid. You just gotta have a gimmick. I, for one, am a tumbler. Here, watch my round off. Oh! Hey, kiddo, be a sport. Take the pills out of my pocket and put one under my tongue. I don't get it, Lois. Baseball's always been the secret to male bonding. It even worked for Rosie O'Donnell and his father in a league of their own. Peter, I hate to say this, but it doesn't seem like your dad is interested in bonding with you. All he cares about is work. Wait a second. Work? 
That's what'll bring us together. We can start our own father-son business. Hey, what you doing with all them bathtubs, you heathen dummy? Pop, why you gotta be like that? We cut them in half, stick a Virgin Mary in them, and sell them as shrines. That's my boy. At least that's what your mama always told me. Now give me a hug before I give you a knuckle sandwich. Or you could just get your father a job with you at the toy factory. That's an even better idea. Wallace, you're a genius. And I give me a hug before I give you a knuckle sandwich. Yeah? Peter. Peter, I can't hug you. Peter, cut it out. Peter, I'm serious. Peter! And this is the nerve center of the whole factory, my station. I assemble our new action figures, Zeke the Moody Drifter. You mean to tell me you stand here all day playing with dolls? Well, Dad, it's not easy. See, see, I got a twist on his head and stick a tiny pack of smokes in his torn denim jacket. <coughs> Any of you kids want to see a dead body? Oh, wait here, Dad. Hey, uh, Mr. Weed? Peter! Um, listen, I was wondering if you might have a job for my dad. Your father? He must be a man of at least 70. Oh, yeah, but he's in great shape, eh? Well, well except his prostate. Hey, at 2 a.m. last night, I thought a horse was using the bathroom. Peter! All finished. What's next? Oh, Dad, you did my whole day's work in five minutes. We should sell you to the circus, you freak. I've never seen such productivity. How is this possible? I'll tell you how it's possible. Because this man always put his job before everything else. His wife, his health, even his own son. Especially his own son. I need here no more. Everyone, this is your new shop foreman. Welcome aboard, sir. Lead us, you see fit. Dad, after all these years, you and me, together, side by side, father and son, eh? Peter, this is surely a miracle. I'm so grateful. Oh, hold that thought. Hey, boys, you're on. Go ahead, Dad. Thank you, Jesus. I have a purpose in life again. Hey, oh, break up the sewing circle and get back to work. My, my, what a thumping good read. Lions eating Christians, people nailing each other to two-by-fours. I say you won't find that in Winnie the Pooh. Please don't say Pooh. Peter, are you all right? Where's your father? Still at the factory. He's turning the break room into a chapel. A chapel? Where will you all eat lunch? Lois, lunch is a sin. Taking a break is a sin. Bestiality is a sin. I'm not sure how that came up exactly, but me me and Dad have never been closer. Having him at the factory is the best. I got it. I got it. I got it. No one's fucking. I got it. Hey, Peter, your dad stinks. I'm working triple shifts and I'm still not employee in a week. How am I supposed to compete with that? Hey, where is he anyway? Well, this will be for my fourth birdie. Looks like someone's in the zone. Oh, tough break there, Jesus. Yep. Or was it? Whoa, 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 whoa. Booyah! Back to work, all of you. Oh, no. What's going on here? Uh, Dad, uh, some of the guys think that, well, since you took over, work is no fun. Work's not supposed to be fun. Well, why not? Why not? Why not? That's Satan talking. You're a failure as a worker and as a father. Now, wait a minute. I may not be perfect, but at least I love my kids enough not to spend every minute of the day working. I'm a damn good father, and that's more than anyone can say about you. Oh. Peter, you've never spoken to me like that before. You're fired. Oh. Well, in that case, I'm suing you for sexual harassment. I'll see you at home.
What do you think you're doing, lad? Nothing. Yeah, something's wrong with your shower. The water's not cold enough. I like me showers colder than a world digger's kerfluffin'. I think it's time someone sits his kerfluffin' down and has a talk with his unemployed son. If Peter needs to talk, he best go to confession and beg forgiveness for all his failings. Have a glorious day. Peter, how can you just sit there and let him talk like that? He's right, Lois. I am no good. Even my own dad doesn't love me. Face it, I'm going to hell. Wow, Adolf Hitler, Al Capone, John Wilkes Booth. Hey, wh what are you doing here? I killed the hooker. She made a crack about me being faster than a speeding bullet, so I ripped her in half like a phone book. Yes, the fat man's going to hell. And from the looks of his midsection, he'll burn like a tire dump for all eternity. Oh, I love God. He's so deliciously evil. Stewie, eat your oatmeal. Honey, you're a wonderful husband, a loving father, and for some reason I'll never understand, a very devoted son. That's a nice thought, Lois, but sadly it means nothing coming from you. Well, the moment has arrived at last. We now go live to Logan International Airport, where the Pope's plane has just touched down. Hello, Boston! Are you ready to humble yourself before God? What have you all taken a bow of silence? Come on! Then put your hands together for the one, the only, His Holiness, the Pope! Hey, I just got a crazy idea. Hey, I just got another crazy idea. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Huh. Hey, did you ever notice this? On page 375, it says Jeebus. It's supposed to be Jesus, right? Room service. We didn't order no room service. Well, uh, uh actually, I, I just wanted to check the honor bar, because uh, the last pope we had here filled his shaving kit with Necco wafers. All right, wise guy, who are you? Look, I'm, I'm just a faithful Catholic man with a family crisis that only His Holiness can resolve. I've never asked the church for anything, but I don't know where else to turn. Dust him. My heavens, son, are you okay? Yeah, I just got bounced by the Pope's road crew. Well, good thing you missed me. I'm set to drive the Pope-mobile, and any slight bump on the head knocks me unconscious for a few hours. I always wake up feeling fine, but it's just so darned inconvenient to be knocked out that easily, even by the slightest tap, like this. Taking it off here, boss. Take it off there, Luke. Wiping it off here, boss. Wipe it off there, drag line. Weave it at the poop here, boss. Weave the poop there, Luke. Are you sure this is Boston? Yeah, it's Boston. See, look, there's Harvard. That's just a barn. Ooh, someone went to Yale. <laughs> Lois, put the coffee in. Careful, I just cleaned the floor. Good thing, eh? Hmm. <laughs> Lemony. Your Holiness, this is such an honor. Uh, please go into the living room and make yourself at home. 
Peter, what is the Pope doing here? Relax, honey. I just hijacked his bubble car so he can convince my dad I'm a good guy. You kidnapped the Pope? Peter, this is the most reckless thing you've ever done. Oh, come on, Lois. What about the time I was on that airplane? Peter, you've raised a fine family. Yeah, well, my dad thinks I'm a screw-up. And in fact, I was hoping you could change his mind. He'd have to believe you. You're God's go-to guy. Well, your father is entitled to his opinion, but more important is what you think. Look deep in your heart, my son. Do you think you're a screw-up? Well? No, I'm not. Y you know what? I'm a damn good father, and I have great kids. Well, that's not what Grandpa says. Well, Grandpa is wrong. Meg, it's not a sin for a girl your age to like boys. Mm, oh, thanks, Daddy. And, Chris, what you do in the bathroom is between you and God. And if you're sorry, he'll forgive you. Thanks, Dad! Good for you, Peter. But isn't there someone else you should speak to? Yes, there is. Scarecrow, you've had brains all along. Same goes for your heart, Tin Man. And Christy McNichol, come back to television. We miss you. Peter, I meant you should talk to your father. You're right. You with me, big guy? Peter, I go where I am needed. To the Pope-mobile! Hey, guys, remember when we brought in that stripper for Lombardi's birthday and it turned out to be his son? Well, I think this is gonna top it. Wow, it's the Pope! Slothful sinners! You had to work, not stand around with your... Holy Mother! It's the Holy Father! I am not worthy. Rise, my son. You are indeed worthy, for you have raised a fine son. His zest for life is an affirmation of God's great love within us all. Wow. And that's from the freaking Pope. So I guess you were wrong about me, huh, Dad? I was wrong, all right. Stand by, boys. I was wrong about you. You've got soft on me, Holy Father. Even a tambourine-shaking Baptist could tell this boy's no good. Are you calling me a liar? Oh, easy, Pontiff. Because I'll excommunicate your sorry butt. Okay, time out. Ugh, I've never met such an infuriating man. You must have the patience of a saint. Well, he's my dad. I just want him to love me. Peter, how could you say such a thing? I love you with all my heart. You do? Of course. I just don't like you. I don't like anything about you. No, no, keep playing, you guys. I think this is as good as it's gonna get. Dad, to be honest, I don't like you either. Jeez, oh, that's a terrible thing to say. I guess I am going to hell, huh? Peter, the good Lord said to honor thy father. He never said anything about liking him. Well, in that case, Dad, I'm going to eat meat on Fridays, golf on Sundays, laugh at Jewish comedians, and, yes, sleep with my Protestant wife. But I won't enjoy it. And she hates it. Well, fine. I'll be on my way. Take back your job and give your old man a hug. I love you, Dad. I know you do, son. What are you gonna do now? I don't know. Guess the good Lord doesn't have much use for an old man like me. Well, I suppose I could use another pair of hands on my tour. You'd, you'd give Dad a job? Even though what a jerk he is? I have to. As you said, Peter, I'm the freaking Pope. <laughs> Get back! No flash photography or you'll go straight to hell. 
You! You're in God's house, you heathen! Take that cap off before I take it off for you! Well, I think your father found the perfect job. Let's hope so. I love being a good father, but I don't want to have to be a good son again for a long, long time. Peter! Open the door and break out the schnapps! Guess who needs a place to sleep it off for the weekend? Mom! Oh my God, no! Quick, everyone, into the pod! salute to the past 1,000 years. We leave you this New Year's Eve with a look back at some of those we've lost this millennium. Kevin asked me to Quagmire's Millennium Party. I am so psyched. Yeah, there's nothing like a party at someone else's house. You never have to worry about cleaning up the mess. Hey! Well, looks like someone's going to a big party tonight. You should pick up a chicken strip party pack for all your friends. Here's a coupon. Whoa, whoa, look, pal, I don't take coupons from giant chickens. Not after last time. Oh, yeah, and uh, that nice chicken outside gave me this coupon. I'm sorry, this is expired. You son of a... <laughs> <laughs> Friday. Ugh, is that going to give us enough time to cross-check the... Chicken. Gave me a bad coupon. Ah! 
Some other time, pal. There won't be any other time. The world is gonna end at midnight tonight. Y2K. Y2K? What are you selling, chicken or sex jelly? Haven't you heard? At midnight, every computer in the world is gonna fail. Planes will fall out of the sky, and all the world's nuclear weapons will explode, annihilating the entire planet. No! Silly rabbit, tricks are for kids. Damn long ears trying to take Easter away from Jesus. I'm, I'm sorry, what were you saying? Hey, Peter. In case you didn't know, a balloon tied to a mailbox is the international symbol for party over here. Oh, forget the party. The world's gonna end. Y2K. I heard it from a chicken man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Peter, you are the height of just too muchery. Well, laugh all you want, but when you die, you'll have to go to heaven. And you know what? You know what? I bet you run into those two dead bailiff ladies from Night Court, and you're not gonna know which one is which, and it's gonna be really awkward. So bite me. Hey, can you help me with these damn studs? Aren't you a little overdressed? Oh, well, I, actually, I'm just stopping off at Quagmire's. There's a benefit gala at the Boston Pops tonight, and, well, I'm, I'm trying to nail the flautist. Oh, Stewie, you're adorable. Yes, yes, I rather like the sash, but do the huggies make my ass look big? Peter, come on! You've had a thousand years to get ready for this party. It always takes him so long to get dressed. Peter, we're gonna be late for my cousin's wedding. Aren't you dressed yet? Oh, crap. Well, one of us is gonna have to change. <sighs> Unzip me. Where's your father? He's still down in the basement. Peter, you've been down there all day. I hope you're all ready. Ah! Oh, my God! The government is here! Run, E.T., run! <laughs> The end of the world is coming. Now, come on, get in your radiation suits. Peter, we are not missing a once-in-a-lifetime event because of some wacko doomsday theory. Okay, okay. Hey, uh, you guys, you know that one Christmas present you really wanted but didn't get? A phone? A pony? A humidor? A dead Lewis? Yeah, well, it's in the basement. Come on, let's go see. My own phone. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm going to get a party, and then I'm going to get on. Peter, if you want to stay here, that's fine. But we're going to the party. Kids? Honey, are you pregnant? No. Ah! Oh, dear me. Yes, yes, this is how I wanted to enter the new millennium. Locked in a basement with imbeciles dressed like a gay Neil Armstrong. Thanks a lot, Peter. Right now I could be in Boston pretending I give a rat's ass about Vivaldi. Yeah, and I could be getting felt up by Kevin. Now, Meg, don't you give it all away up front. Make him work for it. And shame on you, Peter, scaring the kids with your nuclear holocaust nonsense. <laughs> you said nuclear. It's nuclear, dummy. The S is silent. It's almost midnight. We now go live to Asian reporter Trisha Takanawa. Trisha, what can you tell us? Diana Quahog's fabled alabaster clam is about to descend and usher in a new millennium. Ten, Ten nine, nine, eight. This seven, is it. Six. Five, four, hold on tight. One, happy new year! A flautist, Peter. Well, I hope you're happy. Come on, kids, we can still make the party if we... Nice work, Lieutenant. Very festive. Uh, actually, sir, each of those lights represents a missile launching by itself. The pattern is just a coincidence. 
Oh, well, now that you mention it, the Y is a little misshapen. Still, it's pretty amazing. Oh, what the hell? Come here, Hillary. What I miss? Holy crap! Anybody else feel that? Good morning, family. Hey, Lois, you remember when I was the third hardy boy? Peter, there was no third hardy boy. Oh, really? Just like there was no apocalypse, he shoots, he scores! <laughs> okay, we were wrong about the end of the world and you were right. Can we please just drop it? It's just not fair. I finally get a date with Kevin and he gets vaporized. He's just using that as an excuse. <laughs> Let's just be grateful we survived the apocalypse healthy and mutation-free. I said I can do it. Hey, shut up! Oh, hey, Cleve Meyer. That's Quagland. Quagland? Oh, you must be dreaming. Not about kicking your fat ass. Boys, please. You used to be so close. Sorry, Lois. We're both a little crabby on account of the fact that neither one of us has had any food since we got fused together. Wow, we just finished off what was left in the kitchen. Oh, when I think back of all the food we've wasted in this house. Here, Tom Selleck. Come on. Down the hatch. Come on. You... Hey, hey, hey! None for you, Higgins. Trying to steal Tom Selleck's food. No! No! You've had yours. Thank goodness Peter bought a huge supply of dehydrated meals before the blast. Peter, what are you doing? You just ate a year's worth of food. Yeah, what a waste of money. I'm still hungry. Everyone leave. I have to poop. Now! Well, so much for finding food at the Stop and Shop. Figures, the one time I remember my value club card. <laughs> Wait a minute. I smell barbecue. <gasps> <gasps> So what do you think, Diane? Can I cook or what? I'm delicious, Tom. I guess we should be eating her with chopsticks. <laughs> oh, my God. They're eating Asian reporter Trisha Takanawa. That's crazy. They're just going to be hungry again in an hour. Come on, Woody. We're going to search for food. Sorry, Chris. The plant can't come. It's his best friend. Oh, it'll just be another mouth to feed. I'll, I'll take care of Woody, son. What was that? Nothing. Let's go. Go where? If there's no food in Quahog, what makes you think there's going to be food anywhere else? Lois, everyone knows there are only two things that can survive a nuclear holocaust. Cockroaches and Twinkies. And there's a Twinkie factory in Natick. Twinkies? Yeah, I saw a story about them on A&E. And now, back to A&E's biography, Twinkie the Kid. It, it was, uh... It was difficult for Twink to play with other children. He, he, he was different. Mm. He was definitely... He, he had no bones and he couldn't really play any sports. Yeah, and that's, you know, why we got him the lasso. Yeah. Uh, he'd spend hours in the backyard playing Wonder Woman. <laughs> He's gonna kill me. He, he loved that lasso. Mm. He, he re not as much as the baton, but uh, we, we put a, a stop to the baton. He, he, was, he was different enough, you know? We just gotta get to that Twinkie factory and we'll have all the food we need. Well, goodbye, sweet home. 
Maybe someday we'll return. Hey, Joe, can you keep an eye on the place? I might as well. I melted to the ground. There you go, Mr. Swanson. These ought to keep the rats away. Thanks, hon. Stay in school. Bring it on! Look, Peter, people! Halt! Uh-oh. I am Jorad. I and my band of highway warriors control this territory. Do you have any food? I know that. That's why we're on the road. Then you may not pass until you answer the following question. Name something you take on a picnic. A blanket. Potato salad. Yeah, again. Oh, wow. Dead Lewis. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, we're gonna go with potato salad. Show me potato salad. Maybe we should go now. Oh, she's out of gas. Hey, Dad. Look. Well, howdy, strangers. You look plum-tuckered. Like to set a spell? Actually, we are tired. And hungry. Well, we got plenty of room here and all the fresh apples you can eat. Oh, Peter, we found a new home. What are you talking about? We're going to Natick. For what? A Twinkie factory that might not even exist anymore? She's right. Besides, this place is paradise. Sure is. Except for Randy Newman. Randy Newman? Yep. Just sits there all night and day, singing about what he sees. Fat man with his kids and dog Drove in through the morning fog Hey there, Rover Come on over Wow, it's nice to have music while we eat Red-headed lady Reaching for an apple Gonna take a bite Nope, nope She gonna breathe on it first Wipes it on her blouse. She takes a bite, chews it once, twice, three times, four times, stops. Saliva working. Takes a long, hard look at Randy. Five times. Fat old husband walking over. Let's get the hell out of here. And they're walking down the road. Left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot, left foot. Left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot, left foot. Thank you, sweetie. Now, Peter, we've got to find some food. Oh, my God. Look. <gasps> it's Natick. There's no factory? Oh, oh, very good, fat man. We've followed the Pied Piper of Hamsteak to the gates of oblivion, and look what it's brought us. We're finished. We're done. Game over, man. Game over. Oh, damn it. Stewie, get out of that nuclear waste. Who knows what animals have been in there? No words should have sent a 
poet. There's enough food to last us forever. Peter was saved. You were right. We can settle down here and build a house just like we had in Quahog. Yeah, and we can build a mall so I'll have a place to hang out. And two Dannys so we can always say, let's not go to that one. Let's go to the good one. Oh, we can have Quaggle and Dick Joe out of the driveway and, and we can build a community just like the one we had. No, we'll build a better one. I hereby proclaim this city new Quahog. <laughs> This isn't very good now, is it? Guess who? Stop it, Chris. Wrong! <laughs> oh, wait, did you say Chris? Stewie, time for breakfast. Did you wash your tentacles, my big handsome boy? The devil are you talking about, handsome? I'm repugnant. I'm a radio bloody active freak. Yeah, I fooled. <laughs> hey, come on. Let's go home and get tender with your wife. I don't know, Quagmire. Lovemaking with Loretta has somehow lost its intimacy. <laughs> All right. Uh, excuse me, Mr. Mayor. We have an outsider who wishes to join our community. Welcome to my fair city. If you want to become a citizen, you have to get a job. Well, before the disaster, I was a physician. That's terrific. We need a doctor. We sure do. Let's hope you get it. Now, pick a job out of the hat. Oh, village idiot. That's a good one. On Tuesdays, you get to wave your penis at traffic. Congratulations. Peter, maybe we should have just let him be a doctor. No. These are the rules of New Quahog. Besides, that's how everyone else got their jobs. Go! <laughs> you see, Doc, my back tooth is killing me. And things have worked out fine so far. Peter, no offense, but that's because we all pitched in. That's right, we've built schools and hospitals. Yeah, not to mention the theater. But when I saw the movie, it looked like Audrey Hepburn not only didn't have breakfast at Tiffany's, she hadn't eaten anything in a year. Ooh, I'm such a bitch. We have everything we need, and, and no crime, no guns, no pollution. Brian's right. We've left ourselves defenseless. Guys, we need to make some guns. Guns? Guns only lead to trouble. Right, and when that trouble happens, we'll be ready to blow its freaking head off. Besides, without guns, how, how would our forefathers have settled their differences? Eight, nine, ten, and turn. Honey, Mommy's making you some new feety pajamas. And look, it has a little trap door for when you gotta make Inky. I'll show you, Inky. Let's see if they fit, hmm? Never! Uh. Ha, ha, ha! Look at me! I'm Fred Astaire! Ah, ah. Gotcha! Oh, you are getting heavy. I'm gonna have your father flood the basement so you can get some more exercise. Yes, yes, I do seem to have gained a bit of girth. Actually, my gullet seems to be rumbling. There we are. Oh, I say, I've laid an egg. Well, that wasn't so bad. I don't know what these women are always complaining about. Ah! 
Attention, new Cohorgians. Today, my vision for our future comes true. A chicken in every pot and a camp in every ass. Peter, put that away. Where did you get the metal for all those guns? Recycling. I used the pipes from our irrigation system. Are you crazy? You destroyed all our water pipes? We don't need guns. We need food and water. I have a canker sore on my lip, and I keep poking at it with my tongue, but that's only making it worse. Look, there's a reason I'm in charge here, all right? I'm the one who knew the world was going to end. I'm the one who found a Twinkie factory and started this town. And I'm the one who gave elocution lessons to Rosie Perez. That's nothing to be proud of. Don't be stupid. She speak good and everything. Let's you get out here. Roll them out. Wait, we can work this out. Jeez, I haven't been thrown out of any place since I was a counselor at the bulimia clinic. Ah, oh, man, did anybody else throw up after eating that fish last night? That's the last of them! Lord riddance. What the hell would we ever need guns for? Victory is ours! Quick, run the guns! They're our only hope! Ah! Hey, Bob, you remember the other day you were asking me what the definition of irony was, and I said, Honey, I'm sorry I got us kicked out of New Cohog. I guess nobody really needs guns. I'm not always right after all. Oh, Peter, hearing you say that almost makes it worth having the world blown up. Where are we gonna go? I hear there's a Carvel factory in Framingham. All right, Fudgy the Whale and Cookie Puss and Cookie O Puss and Nutty the Chocolate Ghost. Come on, everybody, let's sing a song. Oh, uh. Uh, left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot, left foot, I just had the weirdest dream. I dreamt I saw the strangest episode of Family Guy, and there was a giant chicken, and Stewie was an octopus. Hey, 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 come on now. It's all right, everything's gonna be okay. What's Family Guy? Hello, neighbor. 
I'm glad we're together again. Oh, I think I hear our friend Trolley. Actually, it's your mortal enemy, Stewie. Oh, what the? Oh, I wouldn't bother visiting the neighborhood of make-believe today, Mr. Rogers. I dare say you'll find it quite in ruins. What? Oh my god! That's right, all dead. And now, Mr. Rogers, Fred, may as well drop the bloody formalities. I'm going to kill you anyway. Now, please, don't. How ironic. Rogers. It almost rhymes with eliminate. No! <laughs> uh, what? What? What the devil? It's okay, Stewie. You were just talking in your sleep. But now it's time for you to meet Mr. Death. Ah! It seems today. That all you see is violence in movies and sex on TV. But we're in those good old-fashioned values on which we used to rely. Lucky is a penalty guy. Lucky is a man who wants to get with Andrew. All the things that make us and cry. He's a Crazy thing! Stop! Help! Oh my God, George! Did you not hear me out there? Dad, are you? Go over... to your room, Elroy. But what happened? Go to your room! For forty-five minutes, I was out there screaming. I know that because my damn watch is broken. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jane is sorry. I could have been killed. So, uh, what are you wearing? <laughs> wow, I bet you could see right through that. Chris, who are you talking to? Grandma. Oh, no. What is it? It looks like Stewie had an accident on the carpet. Oh, Lois, again? That baby just does not want to keep his diaper on. Here you are. What the hell is this? Sweetie, that's tuna salad. Oh, is that what it is? Really? Because I could have sworn it was mayonnaise and cat food. Here's 50 cents. Do me a favor, sweetheart. The next time you're out shopping, why don't you splurge on a tin of solid white albacore? Stewie, are you upset because you went wee-wee on the carpet? What did you just say? Hey, Lois, I... Hey, you pee in here? In a moment. What did you just say? Peter, we have a serious problem we need to discuss. Oh, jeez. This isn't another one of those interventions, is it? Peter... You've been wearing that giant foam cowboy hat for eight months now. Please, for your family, take it off. Hey, hey, I can take this hat off anytime I want. I just don't want to. Get away! No, it's Stewie. He peed on the carpet. Do I... do I hit him? No! Bend down, Mother. Yes, honey? How dare you sully my good name by spreading your slanderous filth! Stewie, no hitting. Use your words. Oh, he's, he's probably just a shame, Lois. You're just a helpless little carpet tinkler, aren't you? Well, the outrages I have suffered today will not be soon forgotten. I will not be forgetting those outrages. No, no! No, they won't be forgotten. Not outrages, the outrages. Yeah, yeah, I think we got it. Oh. Maybe it's time for Stewie to start potty training. Jeez, isn't he a little young for that? You know what happened to the Lindbergh baby? Charles, he's only six months old. Honey, would you relax? God, I, I flew across the Atlantic by myself. I'm a national treasure, for God's sake. I think I know how to... Ah! Oh, God! Oh, God! All right. 
he was kidnapped. You call the police, I'll write the ransom note. What? what about Amelia? She saw everything. You leave her to me. Come on, honey, he's been having accidents. Maybe he's trying to tell us he's ready. This could be a nice way for you and Stewie to bond. Bond? James Bond. All right, Lois, I'll do it. Oh, God, not again, Brian. Why can't you stop peeing on the carpet? Damn it, it's not coming out. Brian, is that you? Uh, yeah, it's me. Is everything okay? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I couldn't sleep. I'll be up in a minute. Okay. <sighs> Join us tomorrow for more Price is Right. This is Bob Barker reminding you to help control the pet population, have your pets spayed or neutered. I'll just die already. Ew! Mom, Stewie peed on the rug again. No! Oh, this has got to stop. God, it smells gross. Well, princess, I don't see anyone dabbing yours behind their ears. That's odd. It looks like someone already tried to clean it up. No, it doesn't. Mine smells like soda. Yeah, uh, I'm looking for toilet training books. Oh, yes, we can help you there. Uh, everybody poops is still the standard, of course. Uh, we've also got the less popular nobody poops but you. Ha. Huh. Well, see, we're Catholic, so, uh... Oh, know. then you want you're a naughty child, and that's concentrated evil coming out the back of you. Perfect! Brian, what are you doing? Oh, hi, Lois. I was just washing some things. Those look like our sheets and our quilt. They are. I'm, I'm washing them in some fabric softener because last night they were, they were so itchy I couldn't sleep, which is why I was downstairs when you asked me if everything was okay and I said I couldn't sleep. You know, because it was so itchy. <laughs> Come on, Stewie. Don't you want to pee in a toilet bowl like a big boy? I remember when I learned to use a potty all by myself. I was so proud. Hey, Lois! I did it! Well, perhaps I could give it the old college try. Why don't you put your hands right there? It'll help me relax. Okay, buddy. Ah! Maybe you don't have to pee. Hey, I ought to just give you some beer. It goes right through you. Wonderful. And while we're at it, we can light up a doobie and watch porn. It, yeah? Listen, you. I'll use these facilities when I'm damn well ready. Until then, you shall continue to sanitize my crevasse and be damn grateful for the opportunity. Starting right... Well, not now, but soon. Oh, oh, and I want these and these and these. Only one. But, but that man over there got two. Peter, I don't care what the other men are getting. You're only getting one. I hate you. And hey, what's that sound? You're urinating. So it's been you all along. Oh, this is too perfect. I've been taking the blame for Rex. Ew, it's everywhere. It's okay. Meg, hand me my sweater. Jeez, Brian, where do you think you are, Payless? I say, I say, Paco, grab a mop. God's sake, will somebody get Patches the hell out of here before he decides to bend a fresh biscuit on the conveyor belt? Shh, it's okay. We'll meet you in the parking lot. Oh, God, Lois, I need help. Look, I, I, 
I, I, I really don't even know why I'm here. The, the urologist said I was fine. Well, sometimes these things can be psychological. Doubt that. I mean, I've, I've got a very comfortable life. I live with a great family. All my needs are met. Okay, look. So, maybe this isn't where I thought I was going to be at seven years old. It's just that I... Is it okay if I smoke in here? Thanks. It's just that things don't always work out the way we plan. You know, I've never been to Europe. Now look at me, middle-aged, alone, and peeing in supermarkets. Man, didn't see that coming. <sighs> I had this dream last night. Did you ever see Logan's Run? Last day, Capricorn 2537. Our next dedication goes out to Tommy from Kim. I'm all out of love. I'm so lost We've got a runner in Sector G. What about him? He's got to be in his 50s. So what do you think? I think you're very sensitive and you put up a tough front. I think you're in pain. <laughs> Damn it, Brian, do not cry. I'd like to pet you, Brian. Would that be okay? You're a good dog, Brian. A very good... Keep it above the waist, Doc. And now, part two of our very own Asian correspondent, Trisha Takanawa's special report on sex. Tom, I'm standing in the bedroom of Judy and Glenn Isaacs, ten years married and still in love. What's their secret? Judy has an inoperable brain tumor the size of my fist, and that just happens to be Glenn's fetish. Brian, how'd it go? Well, Lois, I, I think I have a little bit of me work to do, but I'm feeling things, and that's a start. Oh, that's wonderful. You know, like most other people, I used to think therapy was only for crazies and nut jobs. Isn't that silly? Hey, Lois, I... Hey, Brian. How you doing? They let you out already? Peter, I was in a therapy session, not a lunatic asylum. Hey, 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 calm down. Lots of crazy people have gone on to lead normal, successful lives. What did your therapist say? Dr. Kaplan thinks the uh, <clears throat> accidents are, are linked to some kind of midlife crisis. He suggested I go out into the world and pursue my dreams. I'm leaving tomorrow. Whoa, 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 hang on, hang on. I gave you one of the ones with silverware in it. Take this one instead. That one's probably fine. Beautiful. Ah! Oh my god, are you Stephen King? No, I'm Dean Koontz. Oh.
But, uh, you know, thanks to these sessions, I, I think I'm okay. Being out in the world, feeling my power, and no accidents. I've been dry for two weeks now. Mazel tov. Well, goodbye, Dr. Kaplan, and thank you. Look, I know Stacy isn't your mother, but upside down face or not, you have to respect her. Hey, you're Tom Tucker. Hey! Oh, God, I'm, that, that was rude. I apologize. <laughs> wow. I'm a little teapot, short and stout. Here is my handle, here is my spout. When I get all steamed up, hear me shout. Lewis, it looks as if Puddles has done it again. Goodness, he's wet everything. Ha, ha, ha. I, I swear, I, I don't even remember doing it. I, I don't understand this. Now, Brian, we know you're not doing this on purpose, but maybe we should consider crating. Oh, God. Or, or you could be an outside dog. Huh? Would you like that? Huh? Outside? Oh, oh, and how embarrassed was I when the word crate came up? I thought I was past this. I, I, I traveled the world, for God's sake. You know how much I spent? Well, obviously, we haven't hit the real issue yet. Drop it. Tell me, Brian, the last accident you remember, did anything unusual happen that might have triggered it? Oh, no, it was, it was a normal day. Oh, Catwoman. Peter, no Catwoman today. I'm tired. Oh, what's the matter? Is the mighty Catwoman afraid of a little Catwoman Peter, melting spray? Peter, no. Huh? Peter, uh, Alright, okay, uh, enough, Batman. Uh, I don't want... Uh, not so mighty now, are you, Catwoman? <laughs> Peter! Take that! Take that! I spit water at you! Peter, Peter! Batman, I can't breathe! Peter! <laughs> Oh, I'm using my special cat power to get Batman all wet. Meow. Meow. You know, just the usual stuff. Wait a minute, all that running water, that's gotta be it. Mm-hmm. Brian, tell me about Lois. Lois. Well, she's a fantastic woman. She's compassionate and charming, attractive, well, stunning, really. I, I guess you could say I really love her. No, of course not. Well, me and Lois, that's sick. I mean, come on, she's my best friend's wife. Mm-hmm. Look, look, I love Lois, but I'm, I'm not in love with her. Mm-hmm. Who are you trying to convince, Brian, me or you? <sighs> oh, Brian, Brian, what a mess. Don't get antsy, I got three minutes left. So what the hell, Brian, you cured yet? Cause you know, I don't wanna have to live in a house with plastic on the furniture like some Italian family. My therapist thinks he's figured out what my problem is. Oh yeah? What does Sigmund Fraud think it is? He uh, thinks I'm in love. Oh my God, you can talk! Never mind. Well, d does this girl love you back? Oh, I, I can't imagine. But you gotta find out for sure. You don't wanna spend your life wondering what could have been. Sir, I need a decision. Uh, 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 salad. No, no, wait, soup, soup! But it was too late. And to this day, I still lay awake at night wondering about the soup that got away. Thanks, Peter. I'm gonna go find out how she feels. <laughs> 
I've taken you for granted. Oh, get a room. Hey, you, the news is on. Oh, where is everybody? Stewie's taking a nap, and Peter and the kids are out. Come sit with me. Oh, okay. <laughs> and now part three of Asian correspondent Trisha Takanawa's special report on sex. Thank you, Diane. Sex, some people have it anonymously. What kind of person would do that, you might ask? Well, I'm about to find out. I just picked up a complete stranger in a hotel bar, and he's in the bathroom right now, possibly doing drugs. Watch as I have sex with this potentially dangerous man as we take you in-depth and undercover. I've never had a Spanish chick before. <laughs> Ole. Oh, it is so refreshing to see something other than violence on the news. Brian, your tail keeps hitting me. If, if it's bothering you, I can stop. That's okay. That breeze feels good. It's so warm in here. Ooh. That's better. Uh, I'd, I'd take my sweater off, but I'm afraid it's attached to my skin. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Smooth. Well, I'd better go start dinner. Oh, well, well, well. How, how long have you been there? Oh, I came along right about the time you started pummeling her with your tail. You shut up. You love her. Ha! Oh, oh, this is so good. It just has to be fattening. I said shut up. Oh, by the way, nice rap. I take my sweater off, but I'm afraid it's attached to my skin. Ha, ha, ha. Imbecile. Then Brittany and Amber were like, let's go to the mall. And I was like, okay, I'll go to the mall. But then Amber wasn't going to go, so I went to the mall, and you're not going to believe it. They both showed up. Um, hold on, Meg, Meg, I'm, I'm sorry. That, that is a really boring story. <laughs> I haven't been this bored since that stupid drive-in movie. This sucks. Lois, this pasta, better than Italy. It's just my noodle caboodle. I did use a different brand of potato chips for the crust, though. Your culinary prowess is surpassed only by your unfailing grace and the uncommon, sometimes haunting glow of sensuality that surrounds you. It's just noodle caboodle. Hey, what are these hard things? M&M's. I ran out of paprika. Magnificent. Up! Up! Stewie wants to go up it! Oh, you want me to pick you up, sweetie? Mmm, Mama's skin's so soft. My goodness, you're affectionate tonight. Well, let me give my big boy a kiss. Another! Another! Yes, Mama has candy kisses! <laughs> all right, that's enough. I, I mean, would you, would you all excuse me, please? Stewie, did, did you unhook Mommy's bra? Uh, hi. Well, hello, Brian. I... I think we should talk. Sure. Lois? Did your heart ever want to ask something, but your head was too afraid of what the answer might be? Oh. Oh, God. Sometimes 
it's best not to ask those questions. Sometimes we should cherish what we already have, like a very special friendship. Let's say like the one you and I share that someone like me wouldn't change for anything in the world. Someone like me wouldn't change it for anything in the world either. I'm glad. Okay, just to be clear, we, we were talking about me being in love with you and, and you rejecting me, right? Yes. I'm just making sure. Well, say we were both drunk and, and we knew we wouldn't remember. Well, I'd have to be really, really... No! I tell you, Peter, I wish I'd taken this up years ago. Yeah, you know, my great-great-great-uncle Angus Griffin invented the game. So we're all clear on the rules, then. No Jews and no blacks. Hey! Well, you're like the Arnold Palmer of golf. Yeah, life is good. I'm seven years old, and if I play my cards right, I've got another seven years ahead of me. Hey, hey, whatever happened with your lady friend? We decided to stay good friends. I found out that there are a lot of different kinds of love, and ours was perfect the way it was. So she dumped you, huh? Out <laughs> of hell with her. She'll probably end up with some idiot. Serves her right. Damn. 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 Mulligan. Damn. Good evening, I'm Diane Simmons. A stunning development tonight is O.J. Simpson is proven innocent. We have the identity of the real killer. But first... It's fall, the time of year when the leaves turn that pretty purpley orange and Quahog prepares for its annual Harvest Festival Parade. Asian reporter Trisha Takanawa joins us live from the ceremony where they're choosing this year's theme. Trisha? Diane, behind me are 1,000 beautiful doves. Gently tied to each of their delicate legs is a parade theme suggested by ordinary citizens of Quahog. And here to pick this year's winning theme is Ten Commandments star Charlton Heston. Let my pigeons go. He nailed one. We have our theme. I submitted togetherness. A simple theme, but powerful nonetheless. Come on, overcoming adversity. Let's go, overcoming adversity. Show me women I gave the clap to. Out! And the Harvest Festival parade theme is the episode of Who's the Boss where Tony sees Angela naked in the shower? Yes, that's mine! Unfreaking believable! Oh, clumsy oof! Michael Flatley must be turning over in his grave. Wait a minute, he's not dead. Yet. Michael Flatley. Peter, it's great they picked your theme, but isn't it a little esoteric? Esoteric? Could it mean sexy? I think it's a science term. Fellas, fellas, esoteric means delicious. Lois, who's the boss is not a food? Swing and a miss. It seems today that all you see 
is violence in movies and sex on TV. But we're those good old-fashioned values on which we used to rely. And cry. He's a family I have no friends, and it's all because of this stupid purse. What did you do to my daughter? I swear to God, if you touched her. Peter! Honey, what happened? Well, it was lunchtime, and. I love the color of your Prada bag. Yeah, but yours has that great clasp. Hey, Meg, you want to come to lunch? Oh, you know what? There's no room in my car for your big, ugly purse. <laughs> Meg, let me tell you about popularity. Mrs. Canner, are you coming? Bye. Daddy, if you really love me, you buy me a Prada bag. I can't say no to you, honey. What are they, like 10 bucks? More like 1100. <laughs> you wish I love you that much. Oh, we're never gonna get this float done in time for the parade. Pick up the pace, guys. Peter, your theme is a dud. Yeah, I've never even seen Who's the Boss. <laughs> Tuesdays in the 80s, I was always in bed by 8. <laughs> and home by 11. Oh! Oh, but I can't do it without you guys. Because, because I'll tell you who's the boss. It's not Tony or Angela. It's not even man crazy Mona. It's all of us. Quagmire, you're the boss because you never give up. Like with the ladies. Gemini. Oh! Capricorn. Oh! <laughs> well, I know you're not a Virgo. Ah! Hey, from down here, you look like a Pisces. Ah! And Cleveland, you're the boss because of your attention to detail. Like when we play pool, uh, you take so long to line up your shots, I just want to crack you with a cue stick. But I don't because that would be a hate crime, and I love you. And Joe, I've had new neighbors before, but none of them were half the man you are. And since you're half a man already, that splits them into some kind of fraction I can't even measure. Peter's right. If we work together, we can win this thing. Who's in? Go Spooner Street! My dad always says, measure twice, cut once. My daddy always said, Cleveland Jr., quit jumping on the bed. <laughs> we didn't measure! We didn't measure! Amazing, Peter. You've inspired the whole neighborhood to work together. You know what's really amazing, Brian? I haven't brushed my teeth in three days, and no one has said a thing. Hey, Stewie, if I had a job, I could buy the bag myself. Hmm. I squandered my munitions budget on that insipid Rugrats video. Perhaps I should seek employment. Mother teaches piano. I suppose I could as well. All right, try it again, Richard. And remember, the wrong keys are electrified. Indeed. Would you rather play the bassoon? No experience? No thanks. Oh. oh, nuts. Young lady, what's the little guy's name? What do you care? Well, I can't send an unwed teenage mother out on the street without a job. Stewie. My son's name is Stewie. Welcome to the 83rd Annual Quahog Harvest Festival Parade. Are you as excited as I am, Tom? Are you kidding, Diane? I've got wood. And clipped onto this piece of wood is a list of this year's float entries. Remember, the float that best captures this year's theme wins Quahog's coveted golden clam. And here's our first float. Oh, looks like some wires got crossed on Clover Street. That's not Angela. That's Mona, Angela's mom. Wonderful use of tree bark for the age spots, though. Mm-hmm. 
This one's got Tony bathing Jonathan. Well, that's just plain wrong. Each float possesses its own unique charm, but none of oh, them... Oh, baby, look at that! Peter, the float turned out great. Yeah, our neighborhood hasn't been this united since Quagmire figured out how to get us free cable. Oh, we are not bad people. We just don't want to pay $12 a month for Cinemax. First place goes to Spooner Street. Come on now, this is damn foolish. My theme, my trophy. My Aunt Fanny. You said it yourself, Peter, I'm the boss. Well, he said I, too, was the boss, and it's time Cleveland got his due. Joe, my feet are starting to swell. You two go home. I can stay here as long as it takes. You'd be amazed how little you have to eat when your legs don't work. There's only one way to settle this. <gasps> Russian roulette. Three bullets, last guy standing keeps the trophy. Me first. No, 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 wait a minute, this is crazy. You first. Whoa, 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 there's, there's, there's gotta be a way for you all to enjoy the trophy. Wait a minute, I got it. Nope, lost it. Oh, there it is again. Perfect, Peter. Now we can all enjoy it. Ah, oh, you oh, guys. Right. Here's to togetherness. Car, car, car! Meg, order up. Here you go, hon, from Flappy himself. I don't care if they're from Kubla Filthy Wretched God. Try them. You like them. Yes, yes, well, I rather doubt that. I, I oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, these are delectable. Oh, Flappy, good news. I've decided not to kill you. What a precious little boy. Oh, that's my, uh, son. Your son? But you're just a baby yourself. Henry, give the little skank a nice tip. Twenty bucks. Welcome to Flappy's. Why don't you have a seat next to my little baby whose Debbie dad doesn't pay child support? <laughs> What's going on out here? Clear the way, I'm a cop. Oh, oh my God! I thought the safety was on. I'm so sorry. That's okay, son. It's your right as an American citizen. Oh. What's all the noise, boys? I was just jerked out of a sound sleep. Uh, perhaps someone could enlighten me as to the whereabouts of our golden clam. Maybe it fell. Yeah, right into someone's pocket. You think one of us stole it? I never said the word stole. Looks like someone has a guilty conscience. Guilty conscience? Ha! <laughs> I'm the only guy on this block who actually pays for his cable. Ooh. Pretty high and mighty for a man who left our nation's flag out in the rain last 4th of July. That's against the law, officer. Ooh. Yeah, you're one to duck. Out there every trash day picking through my garbage. That's an invasion of my privacy. Ooh. He's sorting your recycling because he loves our Mother Earth. If you weren't so busy trolling for booty all the damn time, you could do it yourself, like the law says you should. Oh. Ooh. Oh, it's on now. Wait a second. What about Peter? He's the one who wanted the trophy all along. I couldn't have stolen it. Last night, I was stealing Joe's ladder so I could steal a trophy tonight. Peter. What? It's a ladder. He can't use it. It's like taking a watch off a dead guy. Those griffins always were oddballs, Joe. Real oddballs. I don't trust them. 
I saw them taking like teflons out of our hands. I like the look of her. Hey, hey, shut up. At least I, hey, hey, I offer you a recipe. Combine one part small-town neighborhood with a dash of missing trophy, and what you're left with is a gumball fit only for a madman. A gumball served almost exclusively in the twilight. Hey, who the hell is that? I bet he took the trophy. Get out! Hey, yeah. Where you going, Sally? What's some of this? Well, I'm off to work. Okay, honey. One of our neighbors took that trophy, Lois, and I'm gonna find out who. I'm taking Stewie with me again. Fine, sweetie. This whole thing just makes me sick. For crying out loud, we played Pictionary with him. Bastards. Giddy up, you stubby little mare. To the pancake house. Yeah. Well, bye. And to think they used to be our best friends. Well, that was then. And this is now. And this is a chair. And that's a lamp. And you have boobies. And I'm gonna find that trophy. Well, to be honest, Peter, we were all a little surprised you invited us over. Well, we realized our friendship is a lot more important than some stupid trophy. Oh, there's the tea. I'll get it, Lois. Two sugars, right, Barney? Yeah, I get it. Damn, it's not here. Not here either. Is anything missing? No, I don't think so. Hey, where's that picture of me and my two-piece at the Cape? Should I call the cops? Oh, I'm guessing a cop may have had something to do with this. Or a pilot. Or a deli owner. Okay, you dirtbags! This means war! Excuse us, we're having a small problem with home security. You were. Did you guys have those round metal things that you bury in the ground and when you step on them, they explode? Landmines? Landmines! It was landmines. Quagmire. Dee Dee. Cleveland. Joe. Bonnie. Lois. Cleveland. Lois. Bonnie. Quagmire. Peter. <clears throat> Loretta. Come on, Peter. That ought to slow him down. Being a single mother is hard, but the real challenge is having a baby that's addicted to crack. Right, Stewie? What's that? Oh, yes, yes, I love crack. I'm absolutely cuckoo for crack. This is the first time he's eaten something other than dog food in three weeks. Well, here's your check. God bless. Here, honey. What's this? Blueberries. Oh, oh my god. Oh, that's better than sex. Oh, and could I get that waitress's address? I'd like to help her baby. What are they up to? Well, Cleveland and Quagmire are holding their positions, but I haven't seen Joe all day. Freeze! Dad? Careful, Kevin. There's a bear trap two feet to your right. Thanks, Dad. Look out for your mother. There's a sandwich on the counter, honey. Cleveland, these lobster traps aren't gonna catch any intruders. Yes, they will. I baited them with these plump and tasty Fenway Franks. 
Daddy, we got one. Daddy, we got one. Ha ha ha. Fat boy smelled a hot dog. Couldn't help it. We're right in. Ha 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 ha. Hello? Hey, get the hell off my lo Well, hello, lips, legs, breast, and ass. Yes, I was hoping I could ask you about your neighbors, the Griffins. The Griffins? A bunch of card-carrying commies, you ask me. <laughs> all right. No, 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 it's not all right. The Griffins are not to be trusted. Mm -mm. Those people are nothing but vile, cheating, lying scum. And their carpet and drape scheme? <sighs> no, no, I won't! Get that puree of loathsomeness away from me! But you'll love mashed turkey and peas. I'm sorry, what was that? I'm sorry, I didn't quite catch that. Did you just tell me what I love? Hmm? Write this down, you toad-faced frump. I love pancakes! Hi, little fella. Is Meg Griffin here? No, she's not. Probably outscoring more rock. Sandy Belfort, Child Services. We're placing this baby in a foster home. What? For God's sake, feed me! Let me guess. All out of puppy chow? What an awful home for a child. How dare you? This is a wonderful home. Wagby, you rat bastard. Come near my fence again and I'll be your head. Hey, shut up! Honey, would you like some pancakes? Oh, yes. God, yes. Take me. Stowaway! Next up is Meg Griffin sporting her stylishly cool brand new... Oh, Meg, a woman from Child Services came and took Stowaway. She said we fed him dog food. Dog food, huh? Meg, is that a real Prada bag? How in the world did you make $1,100 as a waitress in one week? It's easy. When you're the unwed teenage mother of a crack-addicted baby, <laughs> Wait a minute. Meg, when did you become a teenager? She's 16, Peter. You know about this? Welcome to your new foster home. Baby Stewie, say hello to your new brothers and sisters. <gasps> Hola, Stewie. Ni hao, Stewie. Stewie. Good God, I've been adopted by a Benetton ad. I promise it'll never happen again. I hope not, Mrs. Stevens, because next time we won't just take him away. We'll kill him. Uh, let's see, Stanley Starkweather Stevens. So this is where babies come from? Yes, Chris, this is where babies come from. You told me I came out of your vagina. Next. Hi, yeah, uh, where to Griffins? Griffin, Griffin. I'm sorry, I can't find your paperwork. Well, look harder. I want my baby back. Lois, Lois, please, let me handle this. The name's Griffin. We're the ones who fed dog food to our crack-addicted baby. Huh. Jeez, I never was any good at dealing with the authorities. Don't worry, Brian. I know how to handle this. Sir, are you aware that you were going 50 in a... I'm gonna have to ask you to put your shirt down, sir. Oh, crap. I get the one straight cop in Rhode Island. Oh! Damn it! I want pancakes! God, do people understand every language except English? Yo quiero pancakes. Donnez-moi pancakes. Click, click, bloody click, pancakes! Poor little guy. Pancakes must be street for crack. Damn those parents of his. Sarah, forgiveness. Now, Stewie, why don't you go play with the others? Stewie! Come complete a rainbow! I've got a better idea. Let's go play swallow the stuff under the sink. You lied to them. You, you told child services that we steal lawnmowers and cheat on our taxes and, and worship some guy named Stan. Um, actually, I, I said Satan. That's a typo. 
Well, we, we didn't know who that woman was. It's not our fault. No? Then whose fault is it? It's all of yours. You were all working together just fine, but then you won that stupid trophy. You put some shiny hunk of metal before your own friendships. Brian's right. Oh, we were so obsessed with that trophy, we lost sight of what was really going on. Well, now we have a real problem to deal with. That's right. Somebody tipped off the cable company about our free Cinemax. Joe. And we have to get Stewie back. I remembered. Well, we're here to help, and we must get our baby back. Right on! Let's do it! Rock that world! Rock that world! kids. One day, the world is going to be just like our home. All races living together in harmony and love. Pancakes. He must still be working the junk out of his system. He needs hugs. Doorbell! Doorbell! Hi. We're from the One World, One People Book of the Month Club. Is there something missing in your life? You know, I just bet there is. Sarah, we have guests, and one of them is a homosexual. They're in place. God, it gets me hot when Joe lies to strangers. When I get him home, I swear to God, I'm gonna grease up That's the... fine, Debbie. Go, Chris. Here we go, Dad. Stewie, would you like to learn how to wrap a turban? Oh, why don't you teach it to the Chinese girl? Or perhaps she can learn after her people invade your country. Really do this? Who try and stop them? And try and stop Pablo's people from using drug money to buy arms from Lee's countrymen, who will in turn sell them to Yuri's people so that they can ethnically cleanse the rest of this nauseatingly diverse grab bag of genetic party favors you call a family. So now you understand, yes, you all hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hosanna, it's the lesser of two evils. Oh, uh, hey, hey, kids. I'm, uh, I'm Santa Claus. Just practicing for Christmas. But you are white. Jack and Sarah told me Santa is Indian. Don't be stupid. Santa is black. Santa can't be black. We do not fear him. Ram it, Gandhi. Santa is Asian. How can he be Asian? Santa doesn't drive his sled 20 miles under the speed limit with his blinker on. Go back to your rice paddy, Mulani. Come on, Stewie, we're out of here. Dance, puppets, dance! Lois, we got them. It's all over. Careful, Peter. Joe and Cleveland can't stall them anymore. They're heading your way. Ah, crap. Hold it right there. Oh, what? Ah, don't shoot! Now shoot! So we're terribly sorry we broke into your home, but we just had to get Stewie back somehow. Well, that's a very long story, but we've grown attached to little Stewie. Plus, the law's on our side. Oh, you people can kiss the fattest part of my ass. We'll be back, Stewie. Wait. Is that a real Prada bag? <gasps> I'd like to propose a toast to our neighbors. Sure, they may be black, handicapped, and a heartless sex hound, but hey, if they moved out, some smelly Hawaiians might move in. <laughs> here, here! Hey, where's Quagmire? Yeah, if it wasn't for him, we never would have found out where Stewie's foster family lived. He said he was going to distract that social worker. Mm, Glenn, honey, I have a question for you. What do you do for a living? <laughs> hey, I have a question for you, too. Why are you still here? What the heck happened to that trophy, anyway? I guess some mysteries are better left unsolved. Oh, yeah. You just got a point. Not me. I still don't care.
Submitted for your approval. A family pet with the uncontrollable urge to bury shiny objects in the yard. A shameful secret that nearly buried the peace and civility of an entire neighborhood. Stewie seems a little feverish after his ordeal. And he keeps asking for pancakes. Mm, let's just let him rest. Oh, Flappy, what have you done to me? Oh, it's so hot. Now I'm freezing! Oh, what I wouldn't do for one syrup-soaked bite! Safer. I'm Mike Wallace. I'm Ed Bradley. I'm Leslie Stahl, and one of you is hung like an elf. <laughs> I feel so naughty. Lois, what are you doing? Neither of us is drunk. <laughs> hey, knock it up. <laughs> oh, my God. I found a lump. A breast lump. Ah! The important thing is to stay calm. It's probably nothing, honey. Yeah, that's easy for you to say. You get to keep both your cans. Peter, don't talk like that. You'll see a doctor tomorrow and... Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not gonna see a doctor, Lois. The healthiest thing we can do is just ignore this and pretend it doesn't exist. Just like we do with the squid. Uh, uh, earthquake. Yeah, yeah, truck going by. I'm gonna be fine. I'm gonna be fine. Nothing to worry about. <laughs> Morning. Ah! Give it to me straight, Doc. How long do I have? Mr. Griffin, I'd say you have about a month to live. Ah! But hey, what the hell do I know? <laughs> I've been I've been sued by every patient I ever had. <laughs> Look at the size of this file. This is this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, let's just wait for the test results. Finish up, honey. Then I'll put you down for a nice nap. No, no, I shall put you down for a nap, mother. <laughs> I'm so worried about your father. You mean because he's a borderline alcoholic? No, Mommy's made peace with that. Oh, because he's got a lump on his booby. Chris, that's a terrible word, booby. Mom, Debbie Miller's dad had a lump on his breast, and he turned out okay. Really? Who's Debbie Miller? A girl I just made up. Oh, look. There they are, my family. You know, guys, I don't say this often enough, but uh, I'm gonna die. Oh, my God. High five! Anyone? Anyone? You can't die! Who's gonna take me to the father-son dance? Listen, I've had a good life, and you can always be proud of your father and all of his accomplishments. What accomplishments? Go to your room. Peter, there's no way you could die. You're the most important character in this family. I'll take this one. 
but I won't pay a cent over 60 bucks. Sir, that casket costs a thousand dollars. Okay, 70 bucks. What? Two thousand bucks. That's twice what it costs. Forty bucks. What? He, he, he doesn't know how to haggle. Peter, what's going on? I'm selling all my worldly goods so you'll have some cash when I'm dead. <sighs> yeah, a lot of memories here. Look, my first bike. Boy, I had so much fun playing with that. More tea, Mr. Bike? Peter, this is ridiculous. You're going to be fine. Dad, the doctor called. Your test results are in. This doesn't look very good. Oh, this doesn't look very good at all. Oh. My, my nephew drew my portrait. It doesn't look a thing like me. I mean, look at the nose. It's all... It's Will all... you just tell us about Peter's tests? Okay, okay. Mr. Griffin, all your tests came back negative. As it turns out, the lump on your chest was just a fatty corpuscle. Fatty corpuscle? Wait a minute. How the hell can a dead comedian from the silent movie era be lodged in my left bosom? Mr. Griffin, I'm saying you're fine. I'm fine? What, are you coming on to me now? Peter, he's not coming on to you. He's trying to tell you that you're healthy. Can it be both? Mm -hmm. Oh, my sweetie is okay. Oh, better than okay, Lois. From now on, I'm going to appreciate all the little things in life, like you and the kids. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is this the price of my bill or my phone number? Uh, your phone number. Oh. <laughs> well, well, it's still pretty pricey. Peter, who cares how much the bill is? You just got the most important bill of all, a clean bill of health. Oh, geez, Lois, how long you been waiting to crack out that gem? Ah, this sucks, Brian. Why, why should I have to pay this? I mean, there's nothing wrong with me. Yeah, it's a shame you're not dying. Wait a second, that's it. I can't make a dead guy pay his bill. All I gotta do is write deceased right here where it says name. And where it says sex, I'll write no thanks, I'm dead. It's bulletproof. But you promised the fat one would perish. I know. Isn't it wonderful, honey? Your father is alive and well, and we can be a family for a good long... Oh, oh, who are you? I'm Callista Flockhart. Who the hell do you think I am? I'm death. Which one of you is Peter Griffin? Uh, he is. Come on, man. Which one of you is Peter Griffin? Uh... This is Peter Griffin. <laughs> hey, that's a good one. <laughs> Why are you... No, wait. I'm not finished holding my sides. <laughs> Why are you... <laughs> Why... <laughs> Why are you here? The doctor said Peter was okay. Oh, the doctor. Well, I guess he must know, right? I mean, he's a doctor and everything, and uh, I'm just, uh, Death. Excuse me. Hello, I'm Stewie. Big fan. Look, Death, you made a mistake. I'm not really supposed to be dead. Oh, I made a mistake, huh? Then what do you call this? Peter, is that your handwriting? <laughs> how, uh, how'd, how'd you get that? It was emailed to me by your HMO. Oh, look, I know my doctor was hitting on me, but you don't have to call him names. I don't care what that says. You can't take my husband. Mother, where are your manners? Don't argue with our guest. Won't you join us for dinner, Death? Oh, no, I don't want to be a bother. Is that turkey? Yes, Death. We were in the middle of a turkey dinner. 
to celebrate Peter's good health. Oh, do you mind? Mind? Of course you wouldn't mind. It would be an honor. No, 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 no. It would be a privilege. I... Oh, dear, listen to me prattling on like a schoolgirl. <laughs> come, come. You, heat up some gravy for our guest. My last helping of white meat was drier than Oscar Wilde. Ew, how did you do that? Oh, well, uh, let's just say when I was younger, I uh, did some films I'm not particularly proud of. Well, that does it for me. Let's go, Peter. Wait, you can't go. Uh, after dinner, we usually go into the living room and uh, live for another 40 or 50 years. 40 or 50? <laughs> let's go. <sighs> I guess this is goodbye. Meg, you're the man of the family now. Be strong. Stewie, I guess I'm not going to be here to see you become a man. Yes, I think we all know what that's going to be like. A 20-minute call to Larchmont? What do we know in Larchmont? My sister-in-law. Oh, yes, right, right, Carol. Yes, that's right. How is Carol? Brian. Oh, God. Daddy, can I come with you? Ask your mother. No, you can't go with him. Oh, Peter. Lois. <laughs> okay, okay, that's good. Come on now. Hey, uh, Death, you, you got a file on me? Yeah, somewhere. It's in the car, I think. Is it mentioned that I ran two weeks of Junior Varsity track? Uh, let's not do this. Hey, look, I caught flow, Joe. You don't think I can catch you? Ah! Ah! My ankle! Ah! Yeah, listen, don't help or anything. I'm totally fine. Damn Irish. Yeah, that felt good, dropping me hard on the couch like that. Here's a couple of Tylenol. Oh, great, Tylenol. Yeah, I asked for Advil, but you know, Tylenol, whatever, it's good. I got a B-plus in health. Is there anything I can do? Yeah, why don't you boil some water and rip up some sheets there, Einstein? It's a sprained ankle. I just have to stay off it for a few days. Wait, 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 you can't stay here. Why not? You're trying to kill me. Besides, how are we supposed to explain you to Mr. Roper? Oh, it's okay, Dev. You just worry about feeling better. Lois, what the hell are you doing? Peter, don't you see? As long as he's here, you can't die. Go on. That's it. Wait a minute. So no matter what I do, I won't die? Hey, uh, make yourself at home, Death. I'm, uh, I'm going out for a little while. Hey, wait, wait. You can't tell anyone I'm here. For if humanity discovers I'm no longer lurking in the shadows, the consequences will be dire. Go on. That's it. What the hell do you see in him? Peter, where are you going? Lois, ten minutes ago, I was staring death in the face. But now that I've been given another chance, I'm gonna do the one thing I've always dreamed of doing. I'm gonna jump off this building. Could you repeat that, please, Peter? I believe I had something crazy in my ear. Wait, wait, hold the phone. You took me away from a Swedish girly girl and her paralyzed but trusting cousin for this? Thousand bucks as I live. Thousand clams, eh? What the hell? Okay. Hey, look at that. I beat my loogie. Bad. Yeah, he got Damn it, please. It's your turn, Dad. Yeah, I know I should find this ironic, but really, I'm just bored as hell. Hey, how old is this TV? 
You could probably get the Dumont network on this thing. You know, Peter is a good man and a wonderful father. Here it comes. Could, could you please find it in your heart to spare him? After all, it isn't really his time. What'd you make this cocoa out of, crap? If you want me to make it again, Sorry, I... Lois, it's my fault. I just assumed you were gonna make it with milk, not crap. I'll be right back. I brought you something to read. Oh, glamour, great. I can learn how to please my man. Go get me an Entertainment Weekly. I hear it's got a great picture of me sneaking up on Tom Snyder. Wow, I should really watch where I'm going. What the deuce? Of course. It seems with death incapacitated, my matricidal efforts are futile. I must do all I can to accelerate his convalescence. Knick-knack, Paddywhack, give a dog a bone. I can't believe you drank 300 bottles of beer without succumbing to alcohol poisoning. Peter, are you a witch? Yeah, but don't tell anyone. The consequences could be dire. <laughs> hey, you guys, I bet I can go up to each one of those scary-looking bikers and say, hey, aren't you Richard Simmons? Peter, no. Peter, now you're just being brainless. Hey, aren't you Richard Simmons? Hey. Hey. Aren't you Richard Simmons' best friend? Richard Simmons? Shut up! <laughs> hey! Feels good. You know, actually, kid, I just kind of fell into this gig. You know, I really wanted to be a wood nymph. But man, the second dad found out. He started in with the whole, I have no son, I have no son. And mom, mom just stood there. Yes, mothers can be quite the botheration, can't they? That's why we've got to get you well. What was that? Nothing. Still, we leave death alone. He's okay. You know, he reminds me a lot of me at that age. I just hope his teen years go better than mine. Boy, talk about awkward. Oh, Oh, Sandy. Oh, yeah. Oh, Sandy. Yeah. Oh. Sandy? Oh, not again. I'm gonna be a virgin forever. Or am I? Can we please talk about Peter? He has so much to live for, Death. He, he loves his children and Okay, me. okay, I'll spare his life. But uh, you owe me, if you get my drift. What the hell are you doing? I was talking about another fruit cup. Not bad, though. Peter, Death just agreed to let you live. Oh, man, this really is my night. I get to live and I'm on TV. Our top story tonight, the rules of death no longer apply. That's right, Tom. Our own Asian reporter, Trisha Takanawa, filed this report all by herself.
I'm here with Peter Griffin, the man who claims he withstood a barrage of bullets and did not die. Peter, are you saying that if I shoot you in the head with this Channel 5 pistol, you'll be completely unharmed? Why don't you, uh, give it a shot? <laughs> <laughs> okay, here goes. What have I done? <laughs> oh, 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 you're awful. <laughs> Fascinating story, Tom. It sure is, Diane. And since the laws of death no longer apply, I can do this. That's right, Tom. <laughs> and now it's time for sports. Great, the whole world is laughing at me. This is high school all over again. Well, I'll show them. I'll show all of them. Oh, my God, that hurts. Oh, no, you're not killing anyone tonight, mister. Not on that ankle. This is all your fault. And there's only one solution. You have to go out there and do my job. You have to be... death. Boy, this, uh, this doesn't leave much to the imagination, does it? Death, there is no way Peter can do your job. He could never kill anyone. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've thought about it, you know, like in church and stuff, but I don't think I could ever do what you do. Why, you think you're better than me? I'm tired of always being the bad guy. What I do has to be done. He's right, Peter. You've disturbed the natural order of things. People need to be able to die. No! You know, I, actually, I, I think I'm going to be okay. Oh, Jack, now we can get married and everything you promised. Yeah, about that, uh, I was pretty sure I was going to die. Because, uh, actually, th there's this girl in New York, and it's, it's getting kind of serious. But, you know, thanks for letting me draw you naked. I still can't believe you let me do that. So, what, you're saying the only way to make the world right is for me to kill someone? I knew. Why don't you kill Lewis? Nah, one death isn't gonna do it. You're gonna have to do something that will get everyone's attention. Something huge. How about if you blow up the Earth? Too huge, but you're thinking. I like that. You could kill all the girls who are prettier than me. Well, that would just leave England. Wait. Wait, I have it. <laughs> I'm a genius. You'll kill the kids from Dawson's Creek. I knew it. I knew it. As soon as that show came on the air, I said, I'm gonna be the one who has to kill these kids. It's true. He did say it. A bunch of hot young celebrities. It's perfect. <laughs> the kids are on their way to L.A. to renegotiate their contract. But, <laughs> but their plane is going to be making a little stopover in Rhode Island. If you go right now, you can catch the flight. Forget it, Death. I'm not going to do your dirty work. There's no way I'm getting on that plane. Absolutely no way. And that's final. See? I'm still here. And there's nothing you can say that'll change my mind. Either you kill them or I kill you. Ah, oh, crap. Hey, nice plan. Out to self. Do not go to the bathroom. Look, James, your last movie was killer at the box office. Your Q rating is through the roof. It's time we ditch the WB and concentrate on features. Sir, I don't know who you are, but just because you're sitting across from me doesn't mean you can give me career advice. Oh. Will you sign my ass? Give a pen? Hello, hello, Death? Guess where I'm calling from? A plane! Yeah, that's great. Listen, those kids on board? Yeah, uh, uh, about that. I, I don't think I can go through with it. Peter, listen, without death, the world would be a terrible place. Imagine a world where Hitler was still alive. Today on Hitler, we'll be talking with Hollywood hunk Christian Slater. Now, they tell me in your next movie, we get to see your butt. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, yes, you do. Get, 
Can we see it right now? Mm. Well, uh, <laughs> all right, Hitler. Oh, oh, he's going to do it! If you're going to be in the Los Angeles area and would like tickets to Hitler, call 213. Look, Peter, all you gotta do is sit there. The plane is gonna crash in L.A. Pilot error, big mess, everybody dies. Sheesh, everybody? Except you. Hold on, I'm getting another call. Brenda? Still me. Oh. Brenda? Yes? <laughs> Just kidding. It's still me. <laughs> we now begin our final approach into Los Angeles International. If you look out the window to your right, you'll see the San Fernando Valley, where my brother Gary makes a very nice living directing porn. We'll be on the ground in 10 minutes. Oh, jeez. We like being alive. We like being alive. We like being a, we like being a, we like being alive. I guess it's their time. Boy, Miss Jacobs, for a teacher, you sure make love good. Actually, it's well, Pacey. You mean to say I make love well. You're good to go again, right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Peter, hello, Peter. Peter, are you there? I can hear you breathing. Uh, yeah, I'm here. And you can forget it. I changed my mind. I don't care if you do kill me. I'm not gonna kill those kids. If they die, I'll have nothing to watch on Wednesdays. Other than the fine programs on Fox. Open up in there. Hey, what are you doing? You're not a pilot. I know every pilot in the world. I'm here to keep you from making an error. A pilot error. Geez, I probably should have worn mittens. Nice going, fat. Hey, hey, I was just trying to save your lives. But now you're all gonna die. There's no one who can land this plane. I can. <gasps> Thank God. It's Karen Black. She landed a busted plane in Airport 75? It was a movie in the 70s. Ah, you damn kids with your music. Both of the pilots were killed. Unfortunately for the other passengers, actress Karen Black, star of such films as Nashville and Five Easy Pieces, was on board. Our hats are off to Miss Black for proving once again that given the opportunity, actresses over 50 can land large aircraft. <laughs> Karen Black, what an obscure reference. Hey, what the hell? I told you to waste those kids from Dawson's Creek. You're missing the most important thing here. You said you wanted everyone to know the rules of death apply, and now the whole world does. Yeah, I guess so. You know, my ankle's starting to feel better. I should probably get out of your hair. Oh, but you just got here. Oh, we can stay in touch, can't we? Oh, 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 oh what's your email? My, mine is Lois Must Die, all one word, at yahoo.com. Wait, 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 wait a second. Death? I, uh, I used to fear you, but now I'm glad we met. Because you've given me a great gift. A complete boss skags. How did you know? I just had a feeling. We're gonna miss you, Death. Hey, don't worry. I'll be back really, really soon. <laughs> Is he joking? <laughs> okay, see you later.
what you see is violence in movies and sex on TV. But we're in those good old-fashioned values on which we used to rely. And cry. He's a family guy. It was a moving scene today at Hatch Pond as six members of the Pawtucket Fire Department struggled valiantly to save the life of a fish trapped under the frozen ice. Rescue workers managed to get the fish out of the water, but unfortunately, it died shortly after. Diane? Well, Tom, another life was tragically cut short today. Robert Kimball, founder of a local theater group known as the Quahog Players, passed away this afternoon. Oh, my God. Kimball was a hands-on director who frequently appeared in his own shows. Most recently, Miss Saigon. La, 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 Miss Saigon. La, 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 Miss Saigon. Yes, I just heard. It's so sad. Really? <sighs> They want me to be the new artistic director of the Quahog Players. All right, Mom! Are you gonna do it? I don't know. It's such a big responsibility. I, I need a moment to think. Okay, I'll do it. This just in, Lois Griffin has been named the new artistic director of the Quahog Players. All those years of paying my dues as musical director under that old hack have finally paid off. Oh, Lois, congratulations. Our little theater group finally has a committed visionary at its helm, and such an attractive one. Brian, you'll have to audition just like everyone else. Oh, God, of course. I, I, oh, you didn't think, you, you thought I was, ha, <laughs> Lois. I can paint scenery. Can I be in the show, Mom? Yes, you can be the dumpy teenager who stays backstage and cries because nobody finds her attractive. <laughs> hey, you guys. Peter, guess what? I am gonna... Me first. Mr. Weed said whoever comes up with the best idea for the big Christmas toy this year gets a huge bonus. Hey, Dad, why don't you invent the Frisbee? That's an awesome toy. It's already been invented. Then how come I never heard of it? This is my chance to prove how valuable I am to the company. Oh, sorry, Lois, what's your news? Well, I... Mr. Weed, distinguished members of the board, may I present this year's hottest toy, Mr. Zucchini Head. He's got stupid cool hip-hop style with his little hat and his dark mountains. Uh, thank you, Peter, that's enough. Oh, wait, 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 this is the best part. He dances. I've seen How enough. I haven't had sex in four years. Gentlemen, I apologize for wasting your time. Peter is an adequate assembly line worker, but you'll be happy to know our company does not pay him to think. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take this. No calls. Come on, kids. The director can't be late for the auditions. Hey, you should have heard him laughing at me, Lois. I got great ideas, but they look at me and all I see is a loser. Except for the guy with a lazy eye. He sees a loser in the snack machine. Peter, a lot of creative people had mindless jobs. Michelangelo worked in a marble quarry. Uh, Herman Melville was a customs agent. Albert Einstein worked for the patent office. And what is it you want to patent, Herr Smith? I call it Smith's Theory of Relativity. Hey, look at this. What? I think what Lois is trying to say is you have to find a way to express yourself creatively. For example, Chris has his drawing, Meg does her bird calls, I sing. 
beautifully. So I've heard. And Lois has her theater group. Yes, and for my first production, I've chosen The King and I. It's a wonderful story about a loving, patient woman who introduces culture and civility to a barbaric patriarch who... Peter, please don't wipe your nose on the couch. Look, I have to go. Part of being creative is figuring out what you're good at. I know you can do it if you put your mind to it. You're right, Lois. Man was meant to create. That's why God invented Shrinky Dinks. It works! Look how tiny they are. Oh. oh, no, not in springtime, summer, winter, or fall. No, never would I leave you. was beautiful. Thank you. No, 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 thank you. And, and that note you gave me, louder, I, I was I was thinking that, and then you said it. You are okay. so intuitive. Okay, I, it all right, next. It's... Stewie, do you want to try out for Mommy's play? <clears throat> now is the winter of our discontent made glorious summer by this son of York. And all Why the... don't you sing Itsy Bitsy Spider? How Dare you reduce my finely hewn thespian stylings to mere mother gooseries? Oh, sing Baba Black Sheep. You know, Mother, as First Lady of the American stage Helen Hayes once said, I'm going to kill you. Hey, can somebody give me a hand with all this talent? Peter, what are you doing here? Well, Lois, I tried finding my creativity, like you said. First, I took an art class. Am I. Am I supposed to draw the penis? And I tried sculpting. Am I. Am I supposed to sculpt the penis? Then I tried music. Am I... Am I supposed to conduct with my penis? I was starting to think there was nothing I'd be good at. But then I realized that this is it. Lois, my penis belongs on stage. Wait, Peter, everyone has to audition. You know, sing, dance. Oh, I get it. Uh, hello, everybody. This is uh, just a formality since I happen to be doing the director. <laughs> A five, six, seven, eight. Marshall, Will, and Holly are on a routine expedition. Meant the greatest earthquake ever known. High on the rapids, it struck their tiny raft. Ah! And plunged them down a thousand feet below to the land of the Before I post the cast list, my choreographer and I want to thank everyone for auditioning. You were all great. Weren't they? I only wish the show was called The King and Us so I could cast you all. <laughs> Anna! Oh, baby, baby, I'm a star! Wow, I've never hugged a celebrity before. Except for Pearl Bailey at a book signing once. But then we later found out it wasn't actually her. Siamese baby? Stewie Griffin does not play bit parts. Oh, you wanted a bigger part, didn't you, sweetie? Oh, to hell with you! Perhaps I'll skip the stage and go directly to films. Hello? What is that on your ear? Is that... is that hair gel? 
Uh, yeah. Oh, great, because I can use some. No, 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 don't. I, I just ran out. Oh, man, Chorus. Shoot, what a gift. The King of Siam? Why, why, that's the lead. This is so unexpected. Hey, shut up! The King of Siam? Why, why, that's the lead. Uh, Lois, I think you made a mistake. I'm not the king. I'm not I. I'm not anybody. So what, I had sex with you for nothing? No, Peter, I... It's just that directing the show is a big opportunity for me, and I don't want anything to ruin it. Ruin it? Yes, by not using you to your full potential. You have too much talent for the stage. You should, uh, be, uh, you, you should be a producer. A producer? Gee, I don't know. <laughs> Great news, Edgar Bronfman Jr. We made the deal. We're richer and more powerful than ever. I'm the king of the world! Ah! ¿Quién es esto? Él es la respuesta de mis oraciones. ¿Por qué? I love Mexicans. I'll do it. Hang on, hang on, hang on. You overextended the plie. You screwed it all up. Let me show you again. Okay, boys, let's do it. And one, two, three, and one, two, three, and just like this, and watch my feet, and one, two, three. Peter, Chris says you told him to build a set for the North Pole? Yeah, that's where Anna goes to talk with her best friend, a penguin. There is no talking penguin in The King and I. There is in Peter Griffin Presents The King and I. What? <laughs> now, we just got to think of some wicked funny stuff for him to say. Peter, the director decides whether or not to add a character. You're the producer, remember? Well, what am I supposed to do with all my great ideas? Put them in a tub and clean myself with them? Because that's what soap is for, Lois. Good producers put their ideas to work outside the theater. It's your job to make sure we sell every seat in this house. And, and that's creative? Is it? Well, it's just the most creative job there is. Well, don't you worry, Lois. I'll get the word out. I'll tell two friends, and, and they'll tell two friends, and that's, that's like ten people right there. Hey, hey. Hey, I recognize you from the television. You're Tom Tucker. I bet you can do this. Uh, excuse me. Well, you get, get get out of here! Get out of here! Go on, get 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 out, get out get out of here! Oh wow, Diane Simmons! You don't look anything like the ad. You better be huge. No, I'm Peter Griffin, producer. I'm presenting Peter Griffin presents The King and I, a Peter Griffin production, and I'm giving you the exclusive story. Look, pal, some two-bit community theater production is a news. Who's a star? For that matter, who the hell are you, and why should I give a damn? Wow, I'm being interviewed by Diane Simmons. Well, Lois, you told me to produce, and I did. I got us a story on the 11 o'clock news. Really? Oh, Peter. Our top story tonight. I will be playing the role of Anna in the Quahog Players production of The King and I. Tom? Thanks, Diane. In other news, I won't be going to the play because I'm sure it will be lousy. Tom, I'm getting late word that you're a petty, jealous closet case. Bit of breaking news. We now go live to Diane being a bitch, Diane. But Loretta's playing Anna, and she's doing a great job. Loretta's a nobody. Diane Simmons is a star. Look, Lois, you wanted me to sell tickets, right? Well, people who've never even been in a theater will come see a show with Diane Simmons. I don't know, Peter. She's a news reporter. Hey, hey, some of our greatest actors started in news, like Sean Penn. Today's weather calls for, uh, 
breezy skies and sun, and there's gonna be a... Get that camera out of my face! Hey, everybody, here's our staff. Oh, this is so awkward. You all know my name, and I've never heard of any of you. You ever acted before, honey? Well, I did an independent film in college. scene where Lady Tiong begs Anna to comfort the king. Oh, are you playing Lady Tiong? Mm-hmm. I was supposed to be Anna. Oh. Well, they did an all-you-people version of Hello, Dolly that was very successful. Okay, let's go from the top of scene seven. Action. Oh, Mrs. Anna, the king needs you. You must go to him. Lady Tiong, if he needs me, truly needs me, I will go to him. Cut! All wrong. No good. Peter, what are you doing? She was wonderful. <laughs> My ass. Besides, I'm the director. It just doesn't feel real, you know? I mean, I mean, Anna and Miss Thing both love the king, right? On Springer yesterday, they had I Won't Share My Husband and these two women bitch-slapped each other. Crowd went nuts. Loretta, wh why don't you try slapping Diane? I think I can do that. Wait a minute. Nobody's slapping anybody. This is Rogers and Hammerstein, not trash TV. I think Peter may be onto something. Springer is one of our station's highest-rated shows. I don't know. I thought you wanted to do a good show. Well, if you want to do a bad show, why don't we just do Rent? <sighs> I guess we can try that. Action! Come on, Lois. Those, those hoop skirts make Diane look a little hippie, you know? I, I was thinking we could dress her in a pair of sequin capri pants. Peter, they didn't have capri pants in the 1860s. They did now. Ah! You! You are the worst thing to happen to musical theater since Andrew Lloyd Webber. And you! Well, I just plain don't like you. Hey. <laughs> What's going on? Oh, we're just having a little powwow to discuss my latest changes. What changes? The Siamese children. How about this? They're not children. They're aliens. <laughs> oh, right on the money. Isn't he brilliant? No, he's not brilliant. Rogers and Hammerstein were brilliant, and I want to do the show they wrote. We're not making any more changes. We sold out! Yeah, the whole town's talking about your show, Dad. <laughs> your show? Peter, this is my show. What's the big deal? You wanted to sell out, and we did. I am through selling out. I took this job because I wanted to create something beautiful, and you've completely destroyed that. You want to be the director? Fine. I quit. Me direct? I don't know what to say, except I'm the king of the world. Morning, theater fans. Good morning, Peter. I made your favorite breakfast. The hell is this? French toast. I just made a few creative changes to the recipe. I think it's a lot better now. Lois, if this is your idea of a joke, you must write for Leno. Oh, oh, you know, it, it is so fashionable to take a shot at Jay Leno. Look, look, the fact is, the man is out there every bloody night with fresh material, and is charming. Face it, Lois, you're just jealous because people like my ideas better than yours. I don't care if the whole world loves your ideas. That doesn't make them good. I was trying to make art. Oh, art smart. Put enough monkeys in a room with a typewriter, they'll produce Shakespeare. 
Uh, let's see, a something by any other name. Hmm. Carnation, Peony? No, they did that on last week's Marlowe. Oh. What about uh, Daisy? Oh, Chrysanthemum. Iris? Yeah. Rose? What about Rose? Ro 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 did you say Rose? Yeah, Rose. Ooh, Rose, is uh, Rose by any other name. Yeah, that, that oh, works. I like All right. That. Okay. All right, Rose. Rose. Moving Ooh. on. Hey, what about Tula? Rose is fine. Moving on. Beta, you've never done a creative thing in your life. It's not true. I wrote Bonfire of the Vanities. No, you didn't. You win this round, Lois. You're not being creative. You're just destroying a wonderful show. Hey, hey, I have more creativity in my whole body than most people do before 9 a.m. The only thing you create before 9 a.m. is exactly what you've turned my show into. I think my work will speak for itself. Oh, ha, ha, I just got that. A poop joke? It's real creative, Lois. Okay, let's run this scene again. Now remember, Diane, you're playing Anna, a steel town girl on a Saturday night looking for the fight of her life. Uh, where does it say that? In my noodle. Okay, places and action. wrong, all wrong. God, send me dances. We've been rehearsing for hours. I'm exhausted. Well, I'm sorry, but we opened this show in three hours, and I don't think we're ready. Of course we're not. You keep changing everything. You bet I do, because theater is alive. It's a living, breathing creature with wants and needs, and you're not man enough to satisfy her. I can't work this way. I quit. Fine. We can't do the king and I without Anna. Yeah, this is a real snafu. We don't need Diane Simmons. We've had someone better all along. Someone radiant and sassy, with a soul and a passion that can only come from hundreds of years of black oppression. Oh, thank you, Peter. I'll do it. Oh, get over yourself. I was talking about me. Susu Studio. Susu Studio. Two minutes, everybody. Two minutes. Full house. Well, well, look who came crawling back. Peter. Have you seen my wheelchair? I don't get it, Mom. If you're so mad at Dad for wrecking your show, why did you come to opening night? I came because I love the theater. I mean, if I just came here to enjoy watching your father be humiliated when this asinine spectacle of his is ridiculed by everyone in town, what kind of person would I be? A bitch. Siam, 2015 AD. The city lies in ruins after the Ninth Nuclear World War. It is a grim future with lots of explosions and partial nudity. A future where an oppressive new king has seized power. Only one man can stop it. No, one machine. I am an automaton nuclear neo-human android. You may call me Anna. I am a robot ninja from the planet England who is here to destroy you and free this land from your tyranny. I've been expecting you, Anna. Allow me to introduce my Siamese children. I will not be swayed by your attempts to confuse my programming with your all-female sex orgy. We must kung fu fight. So be it, Anna. I have slain the evil emperor. I hereby proclaim Siam the United States of America. Anna rules. Cause I kicked all the bad guys in their jewels. Anna won. Thanks to my gamma ray atomic gun. Dance and shout. He's the world's greatest ninja, there's no doubt. 
Though they try to defeat me, they can all just freaking eat me Cause he blew all of us away In the planet of Siam, there's no one as tough as I am Just as surely as Poland was gay Oh my god, they liked it? Stop it, stop clapping right now! What's wrong with you? These people shouldn't be encouraged. They should be punished. That man has committed murder here this evening, and the victim's name is Theodore. This is the kind of mind-numbing schlock that's turning our society into a cultural wasteland. This isn't art. This isn't even entertainment. This blows. Uh. See, this is exactly the kind of thing I was talking about. How was the cast party? They're a hit. Man, what a night. I got to see my ideas come to life. That's the greatest feeling in the world. Yeah, I bet it is. And it's all thanks to you. I never would have discovered I could be creative if you hadn't believed in me. Well, actually, I didn't really. Not at first, but anyone who could take the king and I and turn it into that is... Well, he's got to be creative. <laughs> yeah, Lois, uh, sorry I took your show away from you. Uh, but I'm going to do whatever it takes to make sure you get your chance next year. It'll be Peter Griffin Presents, a Lois Griffin production. Okay, honey? Deal. <laughs> hey, hey, were you there when I farted? Sure feels good. Sure is hot. And it just got hotter. Here, now let me do you. Pawtucket <laughs> Patriot Beer. If you buy it, hot women will have sex in your backyard. Ah, typical male fantasy. Women drinking beer. I guarantee you a man made that commercial. Of course a man made it. It's a commercial, Lois, not a delicious Thanksgiving dinner. Dad, we want a boat! We want a boat! <laughs> Holy crap, we did! We want a free freaking boat! Dad, nobody gives things away for free. That's not true. I know plenty of people who give things away. Free, 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 free
I'll take it. Hello, China. I have something you may want, but it's going to cost you. That's right. All the tea. I knew there was a catch. You have to sit through one of those awful timeshare presentations. Oh, that's a small price to pay. I am going to be the first one on Spooner Street to have his own boat. Whoa, all hands on deck. I'm getting a boat. Hey, Quagmire, I'm also getting a boat, too. Right on! I can't wait to get my sea legs. Yeah! Well, at least I'll be the fattest guy on Spooner Street to get a boat. Hey, 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 I'm getting a boat. Aw, oh, man. Even Della Reese is getting a boat. These wonderful homes on this beautifully secluded island can be yours with almost no strings attached. Beautiful island. Nothing out of the ordinary here, just beautiful homes and nothing else. Each residence has 200 feet of pristine ocean front. No city noise, no flesh-eating ogres, no pollution. Oh, I hate these high-pressure sales situations. Oh, that's so cute. You're just afraid that because you're a woman, you're gonna do something stupid like buy that timeshare or not realize your husband taped over our wedding video with softcore cable porn. You taped over our wedding video? Relax, Lois. I just taped over the boring stuff. The couple has written their own vows, which they will now recite to each other. Peter, I... Look, the only reason I got myself arrested was to find out what happened to my sister. Excuse me, ladies, it's laundry time. Cold in here. I mean, look at my. Oh my God, Peter! I sent a copy of that tape to my great aunt Lil. This wedding is hot. Wake up, damn it! Wake up! Hello, Mr. and Mrs. Griffin. Now I know you've been here all day, so if you'll just sign this contract without reading it, I'll take your blank check, and you won't not be not loving your timeshare before you know it. Oh, look, Slick, we're not gonna buy your lousy timeshare, all right? Now, where's my boat? Oh, hold on. You have a choice. You can have the boat or the mystery box. What, are you crazy? We'll take the boat. No, 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 not so fast, Lois. A boat's a boat, but the mystery box could be anything. It could even be a boat. You know how much we've wanted one of those. Then let's just... We'll take the box. We'll take the box. You gave up a boat for free tickets to a crappy comedy club. Come on, Lois. You're acting like this is the first time I've ever done something stupid. You remember the time I was supposed to get that boat? A boat's a boat, but the mystery box could be anything. It could even be a boat. You know how much we've wanted one of those. Then let's just... We'll take the box. Peter, that just happened ten minutes ago. Who cares? I bet nobody took the boat. Who could resist the call of the mystery box? Yahoo! Hey, look at me! I'm the man in the boat! <laughs> oh, yeah! Joe, look to the right. It's the Griffins. We're nautical now, baby. That's called starboard. But I'll forgive you because you sex me up. Now give me some sugar. Mm. Hey, neighbors! Where's your boat? We didn't take the boat. We took the mystery box. Hop in. Hey, Quagmire, maybe the comedian will tell some jokes about boats or, or boating or owning a boat. Yeah, <laughs> or, or maybe he'll tell some jokes about being a sucker. <laughs> oh, Quagmire, you're what the Spaniards call El Terrible. What are you so upset about? I never even knew you liked boats. Hey, hey, boating's in my blood. Ever since my great-grandfather, Huck Griffin, rafted down the mighty Mississippi. What did you just call me? I, I, I thought that was your name. That is our word. You've got no right using it. Hey, 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 I'm cool. I'm cool. No problem. 
Could you pass me the or N-word, Jim? Thank you. Dad, this, this comic sucks. He, he couldn't make me laugh even if I was laughing my ass off and he was making me do it, huh? Come on, Skinny, make me laugh. Peter, that's a microphone stand. Oh, oh well, pardon me for thinking a microphone stand in a comedy club should tell a joke or two. I, I guess I'm just old-fashioned that way. Hi, welcome to... <laughs> Very funny. Excuse me, sir, I haven't even... Oh, oh, that one was hilarious. That was even funnier than your first joke. Hey, put Skinny back up there. Peter. You think this is easy? You want to come up here and try this? I thought you'd never ask. Uh, Peter, maybe you shouldn't do this. You've never had a lot of luck telling jokes. Okay, okay. How many dirty, stinking apes does it take to screw in a light bulb? Three. One dirty, stinking ape to screw in the light bulb, and two dirty, stinking apes to throw feces at each other. <laughs> Don't worry, I got, I got it under control. Hey, 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 how about that Viagra, huh? You know what that stuff does, huh? Huh? Come on! What are you, what are you people stupid? <laughs> ah, you like, you like a little abuse, huh? Yeah, well you got, you guys are stupid and ugly. If there was a stupid and ugly contest, You'd all win! Or lose! Whichever's funnier. Hey, hey, Lois. What do you call a woman who takes forever to cook breakfast? I swear to God, Peter. You call her Lois. <laughs> oh, well, the fat man made a funny. I rather enjoy that. Yes, 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 you cook very slowly. As a matter of fact, if you were any slower at cooking, you'd... Well, you wouldn't be cooking very fast at all now, would you? Well, that one wasn't very good. Peter, they were laughing at you because it looked like you peed yourself, not because they liked your jokes. Well, maybe that was part of my act. Urine happens to be very edgy, but I guess an unfunny person like you wouldn't understand that. Okay, okay, I've got it, I've got it. If you cooked any more slowly, you wouldn't need an egg timer. You'd need an egg calendar. <laughs> oh, that's right. I went there. Okay, 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 Here, wait, here's another one. Why do women have boobs? So you got something to look at while you're talking to them. <laughs> <laughs> that's, good. that's a good one, Peter. That's what they're for, all right. Are you telling jokes? I love jokes. Oh, all right, then you'll love this one. Okay. Why do women have boobs? So you got something to look at while you're talking to them. <laughs> So you got something to look at while you're talking to him. <laughs> so you got... You, you, uh, you wanted to see me, Mr. Weed? Peter, we have a problem. Mr. Griffin, I'm Gloria Ironbox. I represent one of your co-workers, Sarah Bennett. She's suing you and the company for sexual harassment. Sarah, Sarah. I don't... Oh, she the one we videotaped taking a dump? Why, what happened? Sexual harassment is a very serious charge, Mr. Griffin. All right, look, first of all, if I can speak in my own defense, all I did was tell a little joke. Second of all, women are not people. They are devices built by the Lord Jesus Christ for our entertainment. Peter, please! Miss Ironbacks, I assure you this company in no way condones Peter's conduct. In fact, a film on employee relations has been a mandatory part of our personnel training for 50 years. 
Irrational and emotionally fragile by nature, female co-workers are a peculiar animal. They are very insecure about their appearance. Be sure to tell them how good they look every day, even if they're homely and unkempt. You're doing a great job, Muriel, and you're prettier than Mamie Van Doren. And remember, nothing says good job like a firm, open palm slap on the behind. Mr. Weed, I teach a workplace sensitivity training class for the Women's Action Coalition. If Mr. Griffin completes my course, we'll drop the lawsuit. I assure you, Peter will be there. His job depends on it. Good. I'm looking forward to it. You know, if I wasn't so sure you were a lesbian, I'd say you were coming on to me. All right, now, let's do some role-playing. I'll be the office assistant. Mr. Henson, why don't you play the boss, and we'll see what you've learned tonight. Okay. The filing is done, Mr. Henson. Thank you, Miss Ironbox. You are a valued member of our business team, and every bit as important to this company as I am. Excellent. Mr. Griffin, why don't you come up here and give it a try? All right. The filing is done, Mr. Griffin. Thank you, Miss Ironbox. You are a valued member of our business team, and I will give you a raise tomorrow if you come to work without a shirt on. <gasps> Mr. Griffin! I'm, I'm sorry, that came out wrong. Let, let, let me try again. Nice ass. You haven't heard a word I've said. Now, that's not fair. I've heard everything you've said. It's just, you know, there's some subtleties to the rules that aren't so easy to understand. Hark, hark. Okay, that's it. Obviously, normal sensitivity training isn't enough for you. No, we're, we're gonna have to do something drastic. He's weak at a women's retreat. What the hell am I supposed to learn from that? Well, face it, Peter, your attitude towards women isn't exactly enlightened. Oh, that's a bad mud puddle. I wouldn't want you to step in that and get your nice shoes all ruined. And there was that time you got caught peeping in the ladies' locker room? Okay, move the towel. Move the towel. Oh, 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 they spotted me. Peter, I think this will be good for you. You know, I love you, but I have to admit there are times when I wish you were a little more sensitive. And look at me. Look at Look at me. Hello, ladies. I'm Miss Watson, director of the retreat. I'd like to welcome Peter Griffin, who's here to get in touch with his feminine side. This world would be a far better place if there were more men like him. Okay, okay, so here's what I'm thinking. I'll be Charlie, and you can all be my angels. Except you. You'll be Bosley. We women have so much strength inside us. If we can endure the pain of childbirth, just imagine what else we're capable of. That is so right on, no, sister. Wah, wah, wah. Come on, it's only childbirth. How much could it hurt? Peter, it's like taking your bottom lip and stretching it over your head to the back of your neck. Come on. Hey, 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 you want to hear some horror stories? You wouldn't believe what I had to go through when Lois was pregnant. <laughs> women are conditioned to feel competitive with other women when we should be supportive. Lizzie. I know you feel alone and unattractive since your husband left you, but you are a beautiful person, and I am here for you. Notice I'm making physical contact with her in order to establish a connection. I think you'd make even more of a connection if you hugged her, too. Very good, Peter. That's true. That's it. Now rub her back. 
Okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah, comforter. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, you like that, don't you? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's okay. It's okay to like it. It's very natural. Okay, good. Good. Now smell her a little. I can't do it! Yes, you can. Trust your sisters. Jump into the trust quilt. Jump, jump! Trust us. We love you. Catch you! Okay, me next, me next. Okay, ladies, I'm gonna start with a Greg Luganus triple sal cow and tuck into a flying Mary Lou Retton half cat. Ah! 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 Now that you've felt a woman's pain, the learning can begin. Welcome back, Peter. Lois! I missed you so much. And my babies! Chris, be a munch gonna bring my bags inside, huh? Peter, you're, uh... Brian, put the tea on. I have stories. But first, I'm gonna go freshen up and rinse out a few things. And... Oh, fudge, I broke a nail. Excuse me. Oh, my God, Dad's a chick. I can't remember the last time we cuddled like this. I can't remember the last time I loved you so much. Oh, how did you get so sweet? When I was born, my mummy dunked me in a barrel of sugar. Oh, for God's sake. Oh, yes, yeah, yes, I want the coffee cake. Yellow. Hey, Quagmire. Hey, Peter, what's up? Not much. Well, what do you want? Nothing. I'm just called to talk. What you thinking about? What? What do you mean, what am I thinking about? You called me. I just wanted to say hi. So what do you do? Sometimes I just can't believe we could make something so beautiful. He looks just like his father. Boy, I really appreciate all the hard work you did giving birth and mothering our kids. <sighs> I'll never know that, joy. Peter, I'm sure you would have been a great mother if you had the chance. You think so? I know so. You know, one of these days, I'm gonna need the mirror. Oh, beans, I can't get this spit curl to... Lois, what... what day is it? Thursday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, I'm late. If you spent less time fixing your hair... Oh, Lois, I'm late, late. Do we still have that pregnancy test? Are you insane? You can't have a baby. Well, I don't have a lot of options. I'm Catholic. God, I thought you'd be happy. Oh, 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 this is just great. Now my own wife is forced to cook dinner for a lousy husband? Peter, you're my husband. At least you used to be. Oh, Mother, I come bearing a gift. I'll give you a hint. It's in my diaper, and it's not a toaster. Meg, can you change Stewie? Fine. 
But this time, if a boy calls, please don't tell him I'm wrist-deep and poopy. Honey, I'm glad you discovered your feminine side, but I didn't want you to forget about mine. Remember this? Huh? Remember? Oh, my God, that reminds me. I gotta give myself a breast exam. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. A lump? A lump. Oh, God. Oh, God. Nope, Cheeto. <laughs> Lois, how expected. Hi, Glenn. I'm sorry to bother you. Is this a bad time? Never a bad time when you're with a Q-man. <laughs> Come on in. Well, as you may have noticed, Peter's been acting a little different lately. It was refreshing at first, but now, well, he doesn't even treat me like a woman anymore. Uh, uh, I know where this is going, Lois, and I'm already semi there. Oh! Anyways, Glenn, I was wondering if you and Cleveland could help change Peter back to the way he was. Of course that's why you're here. Don't worry, Lois. I'd do everything to you. What? I'd do anything for you. Come on, Cleveland. If we're gonna remasculate Peter, we need to surround him with chicks. Let's blow this sausage fest and hit the International House of Tail. No. He needs to learn how to respect his fellow man. That's what this march is all about. Respect for your fellow man. I can't respect men. Men are the reason our world is in such lousy shape. If men were as caring as women, we wouldn't have crime or violence. My brothers, we need to stand together. Excuse me. I'd like to say a couple of truths to the men in this audience. It's your fault we have so much crime in this country, and it's your fault we have so much violence in this country. You are ruining our society, and you should be ashamed. Look, I don't care how many letters we gotta write. The view should be on for three hours. I mean, look, you just get going and boom, it's news at noon. Can we go soon? Not yet. Gloria Ironbox and Camille Paglia are gonna whip it out and see who's as bigger. Peter, I'm so glad you could make it. Gloria, this is my life partner, Lois. I'm his wife. His wife? Yes. Peter tells me you don't have a career of your own. Oh, no. Life outside my kitchen is so bright and scary. I'm just here because you caught me between pregnancies. Well, I'm sorry you're so hostile towards someone who's fighting so a woman like you can become more than just a housewife. Oh, just a housewife. Look, I'm all for equality, but if you ask me, feminism is about choice. I choose to be a wife and mother, and now I'm choosing to end this conversation. <laughs> no wonder your husband didn't respect women. Excuse me? I can't imagine how screwed up your kids must be. You bitch. <laughs> Banana cream pies. Oh. Oh. Holy crap.
crap, this is hot. Lois, we gotta go. That was wonderful. Who said that? Oh, hey, Lois. I'm starving. How about a sandwich? <laughs> Glad to have you back, Peter. Lois, less talky, more fetchy. I'm just gonna assume that's Chinese for I love you. Come and dance on our floor. Come and dance on our floor. Take a step that is Not now, Lois. The show's about to start. Bryant Gumble, Greg Gumble, Brothers, Bike Cops, Gumble to Gumble, Beach Justice. You talked to Matt Lauer lately? Hmm? Hmm? Played 18 holes with him on Saturday. Told him he was soft in the Arafat interview. Oh, I like Matt. Me too. Huh. Ah, my purse! Come on, Greg, let's roll. Taste of beach justice. Lois, are you crazy? Yeah, me and Dad haven't missed a gumbo to gumbo yet. Well, you're gonna miss this one, young man. His report card came today. No more TV until your grades improve. Now get upstairs and study. Don't worry, I'll talk to her. After I get a little bit of courage from my old friend, Mr. Jack Daniels. Mrs. Daniels? Mrs. Daniels? Is Jack in? What? Oh, my God, when? Oh, I am so sorry. Poor old Jack. He was a wise man, but he just loved playing with that wheat thresher. Always playing with that wheat thresher. 
Honey, hold still and let me bathe you. You're filthy. I'm filthy. I'm filthy. You're the filthy one. What do you say to that? Mm -hmm. Oh, how dare you! Ah. Hey, Stewie. I see your bum. Oh, take a good look, fat man. And while you're at it, take pictures so I'll have something to bring to court, you wretched, filthy pervert. Hey, Lois, give Chris a break. I mean, no TV, so he failed a class. It's not like he felt up his cousin in the garage that Thanksgiving when I was 19. Peter, I want you to help Chris. Kids do better when parents take an interest in their schoolwork. I saw that on a two-part report on Dateline Tuesday and Dateline Gatil's Day. What the hell is Gatil's Day? Oh, NBC invented a new day so they could add another Dateline. But the Gumbel Show is sacred to us. Brian and Greg have the kind of father-son relationship I want me and Chris to have someday. Peter, Brian and Greg Gumbel are brothers. Oh, nice, Lois. So just because they're black, we can't learn anything from them? <sighs> Look, if Chris gets his homework done, you can watch your show together next week. Now, come on. Help me get the house ready for my mother. She's coming to visit for exactly one week. Bye, Mom. Jeez, what a week that was, eh? Okay, come on, Chris. Let's watch the gumbles. Peter, I thought we agreed. No TV until his homework is done. Mom, I'll do it after. Uh, uh, Chris uh, finished his homework. In fact, I've been helping him study every night this week. Really? Well, that's great. Enjoy your show, boys. You bet we will. Tonight, Katie Couric, guest stars, is a very perky crack whore. Hey, Dad, when you said Chris finished his homework, were you talking about me? Because if you were, I think you just lied to Mom. Chris, everything I say is a lie. Except that. And 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 that. This is an Action News 5 news break. I'm Tom Tucker. And I'm Diane Simmons. Tom has dared me to do the news top list. I've got the goods, but have I got the guts? Find out at 11. And if you're settling in to watch Gumble to Gumble, you're out of luck. That show has been canceled. The full story at Maybe Diane's Boobs, tonight at 11. I can't believe this. I feel sick. There's only one thing to do, Chris. We gotta save Gumble to Gumble, and we're gonna do it Griffin to Griffin. Let's roll. I'm with you, Dad. What are we gonna do, write a letter? No, no, I tried that once. It got me in a lot of trouble. If you don't put Coach back on the air, I'll be really upset. The skillful acting of Craig T. Nelson will be missed a lot. Signed, Peter Griffin. Peter, come help me with the groceries. Okay, honey. Craig T. Nelson? Are you Peter Griffin? Yeah. Make it quick. Okay, Chris, we're gonna get our show back on the air, and we're not gonna be intimidated by any slick executive types. Ooh, look at Mr. Swab. Wait, you can't go in there. Just watch me. No, I mean you can't go in there because that door leads nowhere. Use the door next to it. All right, Callahan, me and my son want you to uncancel Gumble to Gumble. Well, sir, we, we only air the show. We have nothing to do with it being canceled. I have all the episodes on tape. Would you like to borrow them? Okay, you bastard. You want to play rough? All right. Until you bring the Gumbles back, I am going on a hunger strike. Huh? How about that, Callahan? Can you live with that on your conscience? Huh? You gonna eat that stapler? Well, you, you, you can't eat a stapler. Wanna split it? Sorry, Chris. Me and my damn appetite. This isn't the first time it's got me into trouble. Mm.
And in gridiron news, little Johnny Gobron, a terminally ill eight-year-old boy who dreamed of playing quarterback for New England, got his wish today, thanks to the Grant a Dream Foundation. Gobron takes the snap and fades back to pass. Here comes the rush. Oh, he's sacked! <laughs> Looks like little Johnny should have wished for some blocking. Chris, I just thought of a way to get the gumballs back on the air. All right, Dad! All we gotta do is tell a little white lie. Just go with it. Is this a grant to Dream Foundation? My son Chris is dying! Holy crap, no! Oh, my God! That was the lie. Oh, you sly boots. Are you sure this'll work? Chris, this is just another one of your crazy schemes. This whole thing was your idea. You'll find out. Dad, you're not making any sense. You just leave that to me. Ah, uh, yes, here we go. Chris Griffin. Hmm, your dying wish is denied. Thank you. Wait a minute, my son only has a short time to live. All he wants is his favorite show back on TV. How can you say no? <laughs> Mr. Griffin, everyone thinks their dying child is special. But these days, people who donate money to our foundation demand a little more bang for their buck. We need sick kids we can package. You know, like that one we put on Hollywood Squares. I'll take the dying boy to block. Okay, Jeremy, is there anything lower than absolute zero? Uh, yeah, my white cell count. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, Chris is dying ten times worse than those other kids. He's got a very rare disease called, uh, tumor syphilis phytososis. Hmm, well, sounds sexy. What are the symptoms? What are the symptoms? Take a look. He's growing nipples all over his body. They look like pepperonis. Who do you think you are? My son happens to be very sensitive about his extra nipples. See, look, they're, they're coming right off. Nipples shouldn't just come off like that. What? Well, that's the sickest boy I've ever seen. Get me the president of television. Okay, how about this? A single white girl in the city working at a magazine. Yeah, yeah, that's, oh, that's good. at least yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you guys yeah. hear yourselves? This is the same old crap over and over again. We need to take a chance. Try something different, something fresh. Excuse me. No calls. It's about a dying boy. Hello? Well, what's he got? Hmm, sounds sexy. Get me the exclusive rights to his death and you've got a deal. Well, congratulations. Gumble to Gumble is back on the air. All right, Dad! Mr. Griffin, I'm sorry we had to meet under these circumstances. Are you kidding? I may see you again. I got two more kids at home and I've always wanted to see some new episodes of Star Trek. Time, you're filthy again. I'll show you filthy. Mm, yes, look at me. I'm a dirty, foul little boy. I'm a nasty, squalid little hobo. I say, Mother, you have your workers out for you now, don't you? Okay, you want to be dirty? Be dirty. Where do you think you're going? I've defiled myself. I need to be cleaned. Ah! There you go, kiddo, all clean. Lost! I'm frozen. I'm hypothermic. Bloody hell, I'm a woman. Take out your pencils and start your test. 
Um, Mr. McCloud, I didn't study for this test, but I got a good reason. I'm dying. Griffin, that's the lamest excuse I've heard since Steinberg came up with that Jewish high holiday crap. Steinberg, take that hat off in my classroom. But, Mr. McCloud, I'm really dying. I have a certificate to prove it. My God, tumor syphilis itis and he still comes into school. You're excused from the test, you brave, brave boy. Steinberg, you could learn something from this fine... Damn it, Steinberg, take that hat off! Dad, Marcy Gibbons just called and she heard that Chris is dying. Man, <laughs> <laughs> your brother's okay. That was just a little white line me and Chris came up with to save a TV show. So, he's not gonna die? No. <laughs> Boy, your face was priceless when you thought he was. <laughs> You're a monster. Hey, Chris was in on the whole thing. Anyway, it's over and done with. What the hell is that? Oh, dying for your cohort. Chris Griffin, you're so brave. There's a smile on your face and a bounce in your step as they dig your grave. As they dig your grave! Do I hear singing? Nope, no singing. <laughs> just, just us watching another hilarious episode of Good Times. <laughs> you know the sitcom that's funnier when you play it really loud? Maxine is the lady who's feeling all right. Thanks to the magic of kid dynamite! Junior, where you been? Dinner was three hours ago. Oh, forget him, James. He's an idiot. Mama, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with me? My name is Florida. Florida. That's the name of a state. Why is my name Florida? Oh, Lord. <laughs> That is singing. Nina, there's a candlelight vigil on our front lawn. Oh, it's that ridiculous. There's nobody out there. You must be seeing things. Peter, why are these people here? As they dig my grave. As they dig my grave. Hey, Dad, they're singing a song about me. Oh, hi, Mom. Hello, Mr. Griffin. We just came by to see if your son has taken a media-friendly turn for the worse. No, no, everything's fine. Thanks for checking. Bye-bye. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Mr. Griffin, the Foundation held up its end of the bargain and got that crappy gumball show back on the air. You owe us a buddy. What? Uh, excuse me for a minute. You pretended Chris was dying to save a TV show? You're a monster. Thank you. Peter, you tell that man the truth. Uh, just, just out of curiosity. Shoot. What, what happens if he's not really dying? You go to jail for defrauding a charitable organization. Oh. That's interesting. Will you excuse us? <laughs> You're right. There's only one way out of this. Chris is all better. I cured him. You cured him? That's right. I have divine powers. Okay, safe drive. Well, what do you have to say to that? I'm not going to jail. Chris doesn't have to die. And best of all, Gumble the Gumble is back on the air. Oh, you're a great role model, Peter. What kind of man devalues the life of his child for a TV show? Boss, anyone who wouldn't pretend their own son is dying to get the gumbles back on TV is a racist. Here, I said it. It's him! It's Peter Griffin, the miracle healer of Quahog! Oh, heal me, oh great one! You see what your lies have gotten you? They, they think you're some kind of healer. I'll handle it, Lois. 
I read a book about this sort of thing once. Are you sure it was a book? Are you sure it wasn't nothing? Oh, yeah. Peter, these poor deluded people think you have divine powers. Praise Peter! We I assert It's a miracle! What will you have us do, oh great healer of Quahog? Well, there's really no need to do anything. Paint my house. Peter, it's bad enough to lie to your family, but how can you let these people think you're a healer? This is pure exploitation. No, it's not. Those, those films my cousin Rufus used to do were pure exploitation. From the cats who brought you Caddy Black, Black Draft, and Black Kramer versus Kramer comes a funky flick so bad you're gonna say, damn, that's funky. Oh, you out of time, baby! Rufus Griffin stars in Black to the Future. We talking Marty makes Superfly, dick. Marty, I want to be your fine, sweet-ass bitch. Damn, brother done kissed his mama. Oh, yeah. Get me Isaac Hayes. Isaac, you know that new sound you've been looking for? Well, listen to this. Come on, Lois, stop being such a stick in the mud. Look, I'm giving these saps hope, and I'm getting a house painted for free. Huh? It's win, freaking win, baby. Hey, Flathead, chop, chop. Hey, great job on the lawn. Now, do it again, and this time, leave it a little longer. Hey, Dad, hurry up. You're missing Gumbo to Gumbo. They caught the guy, and now they're interviewing him. Purse snatching. Society's fault or one man's cry for help? What are you talking about? I wanted her freaking money. Hmm? Hmm? Time, Chris. Now, uh, where's my shoes? Oh. Peter, these people are worshiping you. Don't you think there's someone who might resent that? A being who's all knowing and all powerful? Well, someone's got a pretty high opinion of herself. Not me, Peter. God. The real God. Look, what's the big deal? So I told a little fib, and now people think I'm God. I mean, when did God ever say he didn't want someone else being worshipped like him? It's one of the Ten Commandments. Oh, come on, Lois. Those were written like 200 years ago. Times have changed. Ah! Okay, let's stay calm. Ah, oh, Lois, if you're scared, I'll hold you close until the lights are on again. Yeah, it's me. Go to your room. Well, that's the last of them. I still don't understand how every light bulb in the house could go out at the same time. Oh, my God. Yes? Peter, that's not funny. Those fanatics are building a golden idol of you on a lawn. Wow, I look like a freaking Emmy. <laughs> hint, hint. Oh, damn it to hell. 
Well, this is embarrassing. I seem to have fleas. That's never happened before. Morning. Ah! Gee, crush puberty hit you like a ton of bricks. What do you mean? Ah! Don't you see what's happening? Of course I do, Lois. Our fresh-faced little boy is becoming a pockmarked, hideously disfigured man. Sunrise, sunset. No, 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 Peter. The light bulbs last night, my fleas, Chris's pimples, they're just like darkness, gadflies, and boils. Three of the plagues God visited upon Egypt when the Pharaoh angered him in the Old Testament. Oh, come on, Brian. There's a logical explanation for all those things. There was a power surge, you don't bathe, and Chris has had acne problems since the fourth grade. Ah, the kids were all calling him Crisco and Pizza Face and Rootin' Tootin' Raspberry. Remember, Chris? Now I do. <laughs> Meg, what's wrong? I was giving Stewie a bath and... and... Trust me, Meg. At his age, it's strictly involuntary. No, the water, it turns all red and goopy like blood. Blood? How positively delightful. It's as if someone stabbed Mr. Bubble. My baby! Get out there and tell those people the truth. Make them stop worshipping you before it starts hailing in my house. God, there's got to be an explanation for all this. You want an explanation? God is pissed! Ah, let's get out of here! Stop it! Stop it! Stop worshipping me! I'm just a big fake! Like, like the moon landing! And Marky Mark's hog and boogie nights. And Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. Oh, I don't mean that completely untrue gay rumor. They're just both really phony. Just like me. I'm sorry, okay? Now make it stop. Peter, this is the final plague. Good, because this is starting to get really old. Peter, the final plague is the death of the firstborn son. Oh, no, Stewie! The firstborn son. Meg! Your wife. Chris! Fritz! Oh, my God, are you okay? Hey, Dad, I can see a white light at the end of a long tunnel. Oh, that's great, son. Light is good. Run towards the light. No, Chris, no, run away from the light. Hey, Dad, do you think they got Gumball to Gumball in heaven? Yes, son, and there's no reruns or commercials, and Kirstie Alley is still hot, and all those scrambled channels come in clear as a bell. Please don't take him, God, I'm sorry. Sir, we think the Griffin guy gets it. Good, good. Peggy, turn off the plagues, please. Yes, sir, Mr. Patterson. She's, she's, she's new. Yeah, I think the plagues went away. So did the white light. Oh, honey. Thank God. I mean, thank me. <laughs> ah, ah, kidding. Ah, it's a joke. It was a joke. Ah, ah, ah. Cry. He's a 
But these crumpets you've prepared look positively divine. Mm. Oh, excellent texture, provocative support. Mm. Try another, you say? Well, aren't I the wicked one? Stewie, I've told you before, don't eat dirt. It's disgusting. Oh, and I suppose the bilious curds you force-fed me from your teeth were perfectly fine, then. Glenn, would you mind holding Stewie? <laughs> Said and done. Well, hey there, spud with the mud. Oh, good Lord, do you bathe in aqua velva? Hi, Lois. You've got our votes. Thank you, Cleveland. Someone has to run against that awful Betsy LeBeau. She actually opposes background checks for new teachers. God knows who she might hire. So, the square of the hypotenuse, which we will label C, making the sides opposite both of the acute angles, A and B, will always equal the sum of the squares of the other sides. Any questions? It's just something I have to do, even if winning means spending time out of the house and away from my family. Out of the house? Why, I'd be free from your oppressive gynocracy. What the deuce are you standing here for? You should be out giving speeches, shaking hands, kissing babies. Not this baby. Hey, Lois, you see my pants? <laughs> Boy, will I be glad when that studio audience moves out of the neighborhood. Hey, Lois, what's with the shine? Peter, we discussed this. I'm running for school board. You never listen to me. Oh, yeah, I remember. Hey, Cleveland, hey, Quagmire. Hey, Lois, what's with this sign? Uh, you guys, Chris's principal just called. Chris is in trouble. Oh, that's it. I'm calling the cops. Mr. Griffin, I'm afraid I have some bad news. I caught your son peeking into the girls' locker room. Oh, Chris. Well, so what's the big deal? It's normal for a boy his age to be curious. I remember when I first noticed girls starting to develop. Welcome to eighth grade orientation, everyone. Uh, locker assignments will be handed out in the library after lunch period. Uh, if you have any questions about your locker assignments or your class schedule, uh, please come. We'll continue this discussion tonight, young man. A woman is not an object. Your mother's right, son. Listen to what it says. Peter! Uh, uh, I, I didn't say that. Lee Majors did. What? Women are things. Oh, my God. It's, it's Mr. Fergus. Oh, he was my favorite teacher. Take out your scalpels, kids. We're going to dissect a clown. <gasps> well, no wonder this clown died. His lungs are filled with candy. Wow, why don't you go say hello? I'm going to drop off some campaign flyers in the teacher's lounge. Hey, hey, Mr. Fergus, it's me, Peter Griffin. Griffin, Griffin. Sorry, not on the list. Oh, don't, don't you remember me? I was your favorite student. You taught me everything. Math, science. You even taught me how to dance just in time for the prom. Well, Peter, you start like this. Like this. Yeah, now add a little turn and do a bucking wing. Come on, Mr. Fargus, do the whole darn thing. Jeez, Mr. Fargus, what happened to you? Somebody give you a funectomy? No, they gave me these by order of the school board. They said it evens me out. Sorry to fly off the handle like that. Yeah, let me see that. That's what I think about you taking chill pills from the man. Look, the old fog made learning fun. He's what these kids need. Now get back in that classroom and teach your fucking ass off. Don't come in. Just a minute. Chris, your mother wants me and you to have a talk. No. Oh, I was going for a new record.
Now, son, as men, it's only natural for us to look at naked girls. Every man does it, even Mr. Rogers. Hello, neighbor. <sighs> but peeping can be dangerous, so I brought you this. Wow, Mr. Samber! <laughs> yep, the old skin bin. Now you can look at naked girls all you want, and it's perfectly legal. Wow, check out the rack on. Mom? Hey, give me that. <laughs> Just a little present your mom gave me for our anniversary. <laughs> all right, Dad. Hey, Dad. Thanks. Mom, if you get elected to the school board, can you fix it so I win homecoming queen? Oh, honey. Of course I can. But winning without Anna isn't really winning at all. Isn't that right, Millie? No, it's just as good. Ba 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 baby. Ugh, what's the use? You're right. Cease this prattling! This campaign literature must be posted today if we are to get you into office and out of my life, you festering strumpet. Hey, you guys. Hey, Lois, you running for school board? Look, Chris's school is on TV. The Egg Drop, an annual tradition for junior high school science students. But today at Buddy Cianci Junior High, an egg drop conducted by teacher Randall Fargus seems to have gone horribly, horribly wrong. We now go live to Action News 5 Asian reporter Trisha Takanawa. Well, Tom, the eggs being dropped behind me are not chicken eggs, but those of the endangered California condor. Welcome back, Fergus. Oh, my God, he's gonna wipe that species off the face of the earth. No, no, Lois, the janitor will do that. Uh, Tom, I I'm getting word that the Quahog School Board has just dismissed Randall Fargus, effectively ending his 32-year teaching career. What? Hey, they can't do that. Peter, the man is obviously unbalanced. In other news, Betsy LeBeau, a candidate for school board president, announced today she's pulling out of the race. LeBeau's withdrawal now leaves housewife Lois Griffin running unopposed. Oh, oh my goodness. I win by default. Oh, great. You can give Mr. Fargus his job back. I'm sorry, but I do have a mind of my own, and I happen to agree with the school board's decision. Yeah, yeah, I know. You're a feminist, and I think that's adorable, but this is grown-up time, and I'm the man. I'm not giving that lunatic his job back, and that's final. Lois? I can't let you deprive our children of a fine teacher like Mr. Fargus. I'm gonna stop you the only way I can, by killing you in the race for school board president. Peter, are, are you sure running against Lois is such a good idea? You, you know how competitive you get. Hey, I can be just as non-competitive as anybody. Matter of fact, I'm the most non-competitive, so I win. Come on, you can't even handle losing at checkers. King me. Uh, hey, look over there! What? Peter, since when do you care about the school board? Lois? Mr. Fargus is getting a bum rap, and if running against you is the only way to get him back into the classroom, then I am gonna run like the six million dollar man. We can rebuild him. We have the technology. But I don't want to spend a lot of money. Fine. If you feel that strongly, then by all means run. But I'm warning you, I'm not gonna pull any punches on the issues. Oh, I'm Lois. Look at me with my big ideas and my pointy nose. 
Oh, boy. This'll be even easier than running unopposed. Oh, is that so? Well, not only am I gonna win this election, I am gonna eat your nose. <laughs> See you on the campaign trail. where my hand is. I say, look where my hand is. It's in a very naughty place. Does this not disgust you? Kid, you're talking to a guy who uses his tongue for toilet paper. Now look here, you loathsome cur. The matron oppressor has left me in your ward. You, you, should, you should be striving to thwart my noisome misdeeds. Look at me. I'm writing profanity on the wall. Water-soluble. No, don't just sit there. I have misbehaved. I've been a bawdy little monkey. No, oh, if that vile woman were here, she'd prove a worthy adversary. What's the matter? Miss your mommy? <laughs> oh, yes, yes, that's it. It's, it's, it's quite good. Yes, I miss my mummy. Yes, yes, I also miss colic and rectal thermometry. Whatever you say, mama's boy. Blast! Hey, Chris, Hector found two rocks outside that look like boobs. You in? Ah, uh, who needs rocks when you've got these? Check it out. Whoa! Oh, hey, hey, Whoa! Hey. Vote for Peter Griffin. Whoa, <laughs> look at all of Lois's signs. <laughs> Talk about seeing red. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Peter, I'm concerned that your candidacy may have become a lost cause. The debate is tonight, and you don't seem to have any supporters. Don't sweat it, boys. The Griffin men have always been winners, dating back to my diminutive great-grandfather, Juarez Griffin. <laughs> Fellas, the debate's in the bag, all right? If there's one thing I can do, it's play to a crowd. Lois Griffin, daughter of shipping industrialist Carter Pewterschmidt and passive aggressivist Barbara Pewterschmidt. Tonight, she takes on her greatest challenge, Peter Griffin, Quahog's native son, self-described Huguenot, what that means, and community activists. Go, Dad! He can't hear you. Go, Dad! So fasten your seatbelts, we're just minutes away from Lois versus Peter, Griffin versus Griffin on Monday Night Debate, y'all! Of suns and worlds, I nothing have to say. I see mankind's self-torturing pains. No, 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 you're doing it wrong. When you read Faust, you're supposed to do Mephistopheles in a scary voice. Like this. Oh, is that the way your mommy reads it? I do not miss that ogress. She can burn in hell for all I care. Sure she can. Damn, damn, damn. Damn! I've grown accustomed to her face. She almost makes the day begin. I've grown accustomed to the tune that she whistles night and noon. Her smiles, her frowns, her ups, her downs are second nature to me now. 
like breathing out and breathing in. I'm very grateful she's a woman and so easy to forget. Rather like a habit one can always break. And yet, I've grown accustomed to her looks, accustomed to her voice, accustomed to her face. Mr. Griffin, your opening statement, please. Uh, okay, uh, I'm Peter Griffin. Vote for me. Is that it? Uh, no, uh, this is it. Uh, th this is life. The one you get shall go and have a ball. Because the world don't move to the beat of just one drum. What might be right for you may not be right for some. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have my opening statement. Shit, ubu, shit. Good dog. Okay. Mrs. Griffin. Well, as a piano teacher, I know how difficult the education process can be. <sighs> That's why, if I'm elected, I promise to fight for competent teachers, a better-funded music department, and updated textbooks that don't refer to the civil rights movement as trouble ahead. Mr. Griffin, your response? Maybe something about education? Well, I, I have always cared deeply about young people. As a rich, college-bound student, I once joined some underprivileged youths in saving a community center from being converted into a shopping mall. Peter, that wasn't you. That was Adolfo Shabadoo and Breaking Two Electric Boogaloo. You watched it last night? Oh, so you're calling me a liar, huh? Well, I'm gonna take the high road and stick to the issues. The children of Quahog are our greatest treasure. They deserve a school board president who doesn't, doesn't leave a, their feminine ointments in the fridge next to the mustard. That was the worst hot dog I ever ate. Yeah, yeah she flushes in bed. She snores like a wildebeest. Oh, th th thank you, Mr. Griffin. We now move on. Wait, wait, wait a second, blow dry. I'm not done yet. She freed Willie Horton. She nailed down a rice. Peter, and... that's enough. Eat babies. Just a minute. Listen to me, please. This election is about our children's future. So ask yourself, what kind of future will it be if you elect a man who has never taught a student or even been to a PTA meeting? This is a man who believes the plural of goose is sheep. I'm the right person for the job. Vote for me. Wait, 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 I'm not done. Come on. Hey, shut up! Shut up! Hey, you guys, shut up! Well, I didn't enjoy humiliating Peter, but what choice did I have? Oh, that's okay, Lois. I enjoyed it. Uh, as soon as the polls close, we can put all this ugliness behind us. Lois Griffin is a slut. What? Hi, I'm Peter Griffin. You know, I grew up in this town. Cohog needs a moral, upstanding school board president, someone we can trust. Well, a lot of nasty things have been said during this campaign, but pictures are better than words, because some words are big and hard to understand. But here's something everyone can understand. Do you really want your children's future in the hands of this? I know I don't. Paid for by the Peter Griffin for School Board President Committee. Sorry, Lois. Lewd, obscene, and a little blurry. Just some of the words used to describe Lois Griffin's prurient pick. 
Good morning, I'm Tom Tucker. And I'm Diane Simmons. Yesterday, voters overwhelmingly declared that Lois Griffin is not the kind of person they want running their schools. Her husband, Peter Griffin, was elected by a landslide. Oh, what a great day. I just want to... Anyway, I want to... Say, I am so freaking wasted. Splendid. How delightful it will be to have Mother back. I heard that. Damn! Don't feel bad, Mom. All my friends think you're hot. I can't believe I came out of you. Hey, Lois, I got a joke for you. How many losers does it take to make me breakfast? Just one, you. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm kidding, but French toast, please. Oh, don't even talk to me, Peter. You humiliated your own wife. And for what? To get that crazy Mr. Fargus back in the classroom? Who? Peter, I cared about our schools. All you cared about was some stupid competition. Well, winning was only half the battle. If you blow this chance to do something good for our kids, you will be the biggest loser I know. Oh, yeah? Well, Peter Griffin is no loser. When I'm through with our schools, our students will be so smart, they'll be able to program their VCRs without spilling piping hot gravy all over myself. This is Trisha Takanala, here with school board president Peter Griffin. Mr. President, you've accomplished so much in just a few short weeks. Thanks, Connie. I'm very excited about our progress in revamping our schools. For starters, we're making sex education more fun. Vagina Junction, what's your function? Taking in sperm and spitting out babies. And our schools are the safest around thanks to the Hall Monitor XLK. Halt, present Hall Pass. Right here. Second request, present Hall Pass. Right, right here. Security Bridge, Security Bridge. <laughs> I guess little Miss Free's spirit will think twice before roaming the halls. And I've restocked our school library with books of some of our greatest movies and TV shows. Because if we don't teach our kids to read, how will they ever know what's on? Mr. Griffin, this is impressive. I've never seen kids so enthusiastic about reading. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, that's what you voted for. Hey, son, show the folks at home what you got there. Good Lord, that's a dirty magazine. Hey, that's mine. My shaft. There, there might be a mine shaft under this library. My God, all these kids are looking at pornography. What kind of pervert gave you kids this filth? Chris Griffin. He got it from his dad. Oh, there's quite a crowd outside. I haven't witnessed pandemonium like this since Ridiculous Day down at the deli. When prices were so low, they were ridiculous. <laughs> you said it, Pally. That's why I brought in the big guns. Say how do to the raging Cajun, Mr. James Carville. Ah! Oh, God! Oh, jeez. Did somebody open the Ark of the Covenant? Now, now, see, Peter, well, what you gotta do is you gotta declare war. War, you see, war. Your only chance of surviving this, this, this scandal is to claim that Lois gave your boy the pornography. And he's right. <laughs> Pin it on the old ball and chain. <laughs> I can't do that. Lois is mad enough at me without... Oh, 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 uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I can't look at you. I, I mean, I can handle ugly, but this is like circus ugly. Lois, I need your help. You gotta come to my press conference this afternoon. Huh. Lois, I could lose my presidency. Too bad. I've already lost more than that. <gasps> Not my rainbow socks with the individual toes. No, I've lost my respect for you. Oh. Because I need those socks. We now take you live to Peter Griffin Jr. High, where embattled school board president Peter Griffin is fighting for his political life. Ooh. Ooh. Go to the Mom, 
What are you doing here? I thought you were mad at Dad. I am. I just came to see him twist in the wind. Are you and Dad gonna get a divorce? Oh, honey. Maybe. A parent giving porno to their kid is a terrible thing. But I'm here to tell you that I'm innocent. Oh, yeah, right. <sighs> I didn't give those magazines to my son. My wife, my, my, my wife, Lois, Lois! Ha! Ah! Oh, crap. Look, my wife Lois is the most important person in the world to me. I gave my son those magazines. Even worse, I, I turned a beautiful gift from Lois into something cheap and tawdry. I, I just wanted to win so bad. Now I know that some things are more important than winning. Lois, I only hope you can find it in your heart to forgive me. Oh, Peter. So you're saying you're not only a bad father, but a bad husband, too? Do you have the moral authority to lead? Yes, no, and screw it, I resign. And there's the president, First Lady Lois. Now boarding the helicopter. And so ends a dark and shameful chapter in the history of Quahog, Rhode Island. One which leaves this reporter asking, how much moral bankruptcy and perversion must we, the people, endure? Next up, stay tuned for our special investigative report on the clitoris, nature's Rubik's Cube. Welcome back, Fargus. Thank you. Welcome back, Fargus. Much obliged. Hope, present all pass. Excuse me? Second request, present all pass. <laughs> Breakfast is getting cold. In tonight's episode, the part of Brian the dog will be played by Carter Banks. Here I am. Sorry, I... Camera two. Sorry, I overslept. Yes, well, do you want breakfast or would you rather chew on your own ass as usual? <clears throat> yeah, I'm, 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 sh I'm sure you have something to say to that, hmm? Oh. Oh, God, sorry. Can you give me the line again? Not the whole line, just the end of it. Oh, let's, let, let's cut. All right, you, you, you're sleeping with which producer? God, as soon as my movie deal kicks in, I am such a ghost. It seems today that all you see is violence in movies and sex on TV. But we're in those good old-fashioned values on which we used to rely. And cry. He's a family guy. Peter, you can take off your blindfold now. We're almost there. Not yet. I don't want to ruin my birthday surprise. Then at least let me drive. Lois, you know it's illegal for women to drive. <laughs> <laughs> a woman driving. <laughs> That's adorable. Peter, I don't think that with Peter. Please, I'm begging her. You stop the car. <sighs> oh, we're here. Thank God. Bob's Funland and Putt-Putt Golf! The grown-up in me likes the prospect of fun. 
But the kid in me is suicidal over what a fat bastard I'll become. Oh, I can't believe it. Quagmire, Cleveland Joe. Who are you? I'm the guy whose car you just slammed into. Oh, it's you invited everyone. Excuse me, excuse me. Uh, my friend is differently abled. May he go ahead of you? Of course. Frontsies, backsies, backsies, backsies. Well, hello. <laughs> you must be this beautiful to ride the quagmire. <laughs> Careful, Joe. Your father. Sometimes I don't think he'll be happy until he's completely paralyzed. Ooh, how deliciously evil looking. It's like something out of Stephen King. Okay, for my 307th book, uh, this couple is attacked by a, a, a lamp monster. Ooh, ooh. You're not even trying anymore, are you? When can I have it? A lot. The 10 gauge. Man, I've never handled one of these before. Ah! Yes! This is my rifle, this is my gun, this is for fighting, this is for fun. Oh, dang. Now I hate windmills even more. Hey, let me give you a little tip, Pally. The shortest distance between two points is the full-body English high arc and rainbow shot. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Sir, I'm gonna have to ask you and your party to leave. You've caused nothing but trouble since you got here. Perhaps we should just continue the party at some other type of location. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. I know this guy. We went to high school together. We did? Oh, yeah, he was a loser then and he's a loser now. <laughs> oh, we used to kid this guy all the time. Bob, Mrs. his mommy. Bob, Mrs. his mommy. So we're not going just because some little pissant tells us to. I demand to see the owner. That's me. I'm Bob Funland. What? You, you own this whole place? That's right. This place is my legacy. So what have you done with your life, you jerk? Ah, uh, uh, I'm Neptune, god of the sea. I sink ships and conjure up storms. No, you're not. I am. And you know nothing of my work. Look at this, Lois. See, right here. I was voted most likely to succeed. Peter, that's not you. That's not even a yearbook. That's a People magazine. Oh. I wonder why they had the wrong picture and name. Can't we just enjoy the rest of your birthday? Look, it says, Happy Birthday, Daddy. Love, Stewie. Wait a minute. Let me see that. Did you forge my name? Oh, is that backward S supposed to be cute? Oh, I'm going to crap double for you tonight. Face it, Lois. I'm a nobody. Why can't I be famous like Bob? Or, or, or my cousin, Kathy Griffin. Okay, and then I got on Suddenly Susan, and that was, like, really cool. And I still stand up, and people laugh and give me money, and that's also cool. And, uh, isn't this great catching up? Uh, anyway, and, um, She's I was in college. Talking. Anyway, and, I don't and get it. I poured it in her drink. There was this one RA, and his name was C-Rock. Really cool. It was the first black I ever did it with. Oh, boy. I knew they said never go back, but pff, I went everywhere. Don't be depressed, Dad. Here, I made you a present. My God. It's good. Really good. 
It's partly an expression of my teenage angst, but mostly it's a moo cow. It's lovely, Chris. Go ahead, Peter. Make a wish. I'd sell my soul to be famous. Oh, I got a live one. Peter Griffin. Ooh, sorry, Chief. Seems he already sold this soul in 1976 for Bee Gees tickets. Oh, and again in 1981 for half a Malamar. Ah, heck. Where's a lawyer when I need one? Don't forget this. Maybe you can hang it in your office. Son, I'll put it someplace where everyone can see it. Excuse me, I'll give you $1,000 for what you have in the back there. $1,000 for a bumper sticker? No, 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 I, I mean that painting. I must have it for my gallery in Soho. I'll give you $5,000, what do you say? I say, oh, I love you, you freaking son of mine. I got 5,000 bucks for that painting you made me. But I, I painted that just for you. I don't feel bad, Chris, I didn't even want it. And now we all get a free trip to New York because Mr. Minotti thinks you could be a famous artist. Minotti? Antonio Minotti? You've heard of this man? Ho, ho, ho. He's only the biggest art dealer in New York. I met him when I was hanging out with Andy Warhol in the 70s. Peter, we are not going to New York. Lois, our son has been blessed with a great gift, and I'm gonna do everything I can to nurture that talent and help him succeed. And then I'm gonna use him to live out all my frustrated hopes and dreams, because that's good parenting. Right, Bing Crosby? That's right, Peter. And if your kids give you any lip, you can beat them with a sack of sweet Valencia oranges. They won't leave a bruise, and they'll let them know who's boss. There's no doubt about it. Well, that, that, that doesn't sound right. Are you giving me lip, boy? Because I'll take this belt off and put the smack down on you. Is that what you want? Ow! Hey, 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 ow, take one ow, of those, hey, huh? hey, huh? what the, ow! Knock huh? it off! Hey, that, huh? get away from me, huh? you dead yeah. crooner! David Leisure. You probably remember me as the neighbor from TV's Empty Nest. No? Well, how about those car commercials when I played Joe Isuzu? The, the guy who lied? Oh, come on, those were really popular. They ran all the time. Jeez. All right, look, just buckle up. Can I get my check now? Oh, kids, look at that man over there grabbing his own crotch. Ah, so alive, this city. Here's the Empire State Building. Here's a hot dog cart. Chris, don't spoil your appetite. New York has some of the best restaurants in the world. They even have Indian food here. Not the local kind, but the mm-mm kind. Welcome to the Big Apple, fella. Yes, just make sure there's a copy of the Wall Street Journal next to the changing table. And send him a up. Legitimate. Hey, waiter. The name's Peter Griffin. My son here is gonna be the best thing to happen in New York since Mayor Giuliani had all the homeless people secretly killed. And all I gotta do is paint. Hey, you guys have any bellhops that are rats like the Muppets? Mom, can we go see a Broadway play tonight? <sighs> Count me out. I'm never going to the theater with Peter again. Remember when you were younger, Uncle Vanya used to spend whole nights translating books for you. Uncle Vanya and I worked without rest, afraid to spend a kopeck on ourselves. What the hell is this? For crying out loud, somebody throw a pie! Screw the theater. Mr. Manatti invited us to a cocktail party so Chris can meet a bunch of artists. It's at the Museum of Modern Art. Oh, God, I hope that's not some kind of museum. 
Maplethorpe. I thought he just did photography. Oh, no. Early on, he did caricatures. Uh, okay, Tim. Uh, who's your favorite sports star? Uh, Reggie Jackson. Okay, well, I'm gonna draw him pooping on your chest. Uh, what number is he? Welcome. Chris, there are a number of artists here I'd like you to meet. Hey, 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 let's, let's talk turkey, Manatti. Look, we've been here all day, and Chris isn't a famous artist yet. Peter, creating art takes a lot of training and technique. All the great artists I knew took classes. Even Walt Disney? Do I... do, do I have to? You want to be a star, don't you? Then take it off! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. Art school? We don't have that kind of time. Chris, give me your ear. Hey, Doc. Mr. Griffin, please, please. I, I invited you here so that Chris could make an impression on the art community. Why don't you folks do some sightseeing? I promise you, if you leave Chris in my hands, the name Griffin will be as well-known as Kandinsky. Who? Rembrandt? Who? Da Vinci? Who? Bazooka Joe? There you go. United Nations. Oh, I wish Chris could see this. Isn't it inspiring how so many different cultures can come together? And use a ball of towels in the men's room. Peter! Sorry. Yeah, these things never get him completely dry. Where's Dewey? Hmm, hidden missile silos behind the Great Wall. Ancient Chinese secret, huh? Mr. Minotti, shouldn't I be painting now? Oh, trust me, painting is the least important thing about being a successful artist. You need an image. Let's take this Rhode Island lump of clay and turn it into the toast of New York. <laughs> I love toast. Cut it short and tint it green, the color of money. And boogers. I feel like we've been walking in circles. I don't know how you can find anything in this city. It's so confusing. Well, I bet if Hillary Clinton becomes senator, she'll straighten it out, even though she could never straighten out Bill. <laughs> I love when you use topical humor. It's just like watching Murphy Brown. Hey, Murphy. Blah, 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 Johnson Unu. Murphy. Blah, 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 Tipper Gore. Hey, Murph, you can't blah, 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 the Ayatollah. Blah, 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 Bishop Desmond Tutu. Blah, blah. Shouldn't my mom and dad be here by now? Oh, they called and said they'd rather wander through Soho for hours looking for an address that doesn't exist. <laughs> That's my dad. Well, maybe tomorrow we can all... Oh, there's Kate Moss. Where? I don't see her. Ah! Are you the Matrix? <laughs> Kate. This is my newest discovery, Christabel. My name's Chris. Not anymore. Christabel will look so much better in Interview Magazine. Nice to meet you. I love artists. Whoops, a crack in the floor. Hey, Lois, give me a penny. You're not gonna throw it over the edge, are you? No. Yes. Christabel, I've just scheduled your first exhibit. Wow, I can't wait to tell my dad. Yes, I know how important your success is to your father. That's why he'll understand that you can never see him again. Yeah, of course he will. Dad's very... What? Christabel, the art world is a place of culture and breeding. Your father is, uh... Oh, dear, how can I say this without upsetting you? Your dad is a pig! So you see, it's up to you, son. If you don't want to disappoint your father, you must keep him away. 
There's my boy. Hey, come on, Chris. Let's go over to Barney's and fatten the suits. All right, Dad. Um, I mean, uh, I can't see you anymore. What the hell are you talking about? You're my son. Mr. Griffin, he's going to be a great artist. He now belongs to the public. And apparently I'm dating Kate Moss. Oh, and, um, don't say anything bad about her, because she might be here right now. Wait a minute. You can't, you can't just push me aside. I made you, and I can destroy you. Dad. Damn, they must have put it in the wrong baby. Oh, Bobby Williams, I'd love to go out with you. I can't believe Chris. If I hadn't used his painting to patch that window, he'd still be in that dump in Cohort. That dump is our home. Dump? Oh, oh, so now you're too good for us, too? This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for Chris, not you. Are you so selfish you can't see that? Yes, I am. Peter, your son is using his talents to pursue his dream. I have no son, except for Stewie and Meg. Ah! I had a dream. It's all about you, Meg Griffin. Not much you can do, Meg Griffin. You can't dance, you can't sing. No, you pretty much can't do a thing. Never fear, Daddy's here. Honey, you're gonna make our name famous. You'll be larger than life. I'll be proud you fell out of my wife. You'll be known far and wide Like that princess who died I'm gonna make you famous Wait and see Honey, I'm gonna do this for you But it's really for me If Chris doesn't need me, I don't need him. Oh, you're gonna love being famous, Meg, and this is a town to do it in. I don't know, Dad. What am I gonna do? Everybody's good at something. It's just a matter of finding that one special hidden talent. But promise me, when you make it big, you'll let me take advantage of all the... I can't think of anything. I guess I don't have any talent. Come on, think harder. There's gotta be something you can do. That's amazing! Oh, thanks. I roomed with Scott Hamilton at prep school. <laughs> Nothing happened. Oh, no, I, I mean, that bird just came to Meg when she whistled. Oh, now those are just my bird calls. Do it again, do it again. Yeah? Well, what'd you want? Uh... You called me, right? Oh, no, no, I wasn't calling you. <laughs> oh, 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 this is funny to you? Yeah? yeah? You, you know what a pain in the ass it is to get across town this time of day? Huh? Listen, uh, uh, mister, we don't want any trouble here. I don't fly, you know. I take the subway like everybody else. Oh, and people don't stare. You make me puke, bitch. Mr. Minotti, I don't feel like painting. I want to see my dad. Listen, Christabel, I've sunk $5,000 turning you into a New York bohemian. All you have to do is paint. 
Now get busy. I have to go oil up and start squeezing into my leather pants. Excuse me. Oh, jeez, Kate, what should I do? I don't know. You're the flavor of the month. Oops, window open. I'm going over there. No. I'm gonna, I swear, no. I'm gonna go over there and punch no. her. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna no, 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 no. This is humiliating. Hey, it's show business, baby. You gotta start somewhere. No, I don't. I quit. Now, wait just a minute, young lady. Don't you walk away from me. Hey, hey, don't you start running. W wait, Meg, Meg, get off that bus. Don't, don't you go to LaGuardia. Meg, Meg, listen to me. Don't you dare get on that plane. Don't you sell out five bucks for headphones for Magnolia. Okay, now I'm pissed. Well, thank God that's over. Yeah. Hey. You want to go crap on the Statue of Liberty? You know, I have lived here my whole life, and I have never been there. I've never been to the Empire State Building. <laughs> Boy, we're, we're a pair, aren't we? <laughs> Are, yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, Let's go. Chris! Hey, you guys made it! Of course. We wouldn't miss your big day. Wait a second. I don't see any strippers passing out free tacos. Lois, you lied to me. Is Dad mad at me? Oh, he just doesn't understand. I know artists have to make sacrifices and... Oh, my God. Are you Kate Moss? Oh, for someone with no breasts, you've done very well for yourself. Good for you. 1541. Michelangelo unveils the Sistine Chapel. 1886. Seurat completes La Grande Jatte. 1940, Georgia O'Keeffe paints a lot of flowers that look suspiciously like vaginas. But in the new millennium, there is only Christabel. Hey, that's not art. Amateur. Hey, that's my dad. Except for that one. That's my dad if he were a cat. He's the whole reason I'm here. Ladies and gentlemen, I apologize for these eyesores. I guess I was wrong about you. You're no artist. You're just a no-talent punk. Now, hold on a second. You can talk to my daughter that way, but not my son. Now, apologize. The hell I will. You owe me for all that money I invested in your worthless son. All right, well, here's a little something in return. Work of art or container of crazy purple knockout gas. Dad, I'm sorry I'm not gonna be a famous artist you can mooch off of. And I'm sorry I have no talent. Oh, that's okay, kids. So I don't have my name on an amusement park, and maybe I'll never be famous. But I got three wonderful children and a wife that loves me. That's right. I guess when it comes right down to it, you're a pretty lucky... <laughs> oh, my sentiments exactly. Come on, Griffins, let's go home. <laughs> hey, watch where you're going. This child is beautiful. I must have him. You mean like Gina Gershon beautiful or, or beautiful beautiful? Peter, this is heterosexual fashion designer Calvin Klein. I've been looking everywhere for a face to launch my new line of diapers. And I think I found it. Well, Bob Funlin may have his name on a sign, but only a griffin has this. Ooh, yeah. Where can they make me want it? 
Yeah, mm, baby. I'm gonna fix you up, baby. I'm going to fix you up so crazy. Yeah, oh, you're loving this, aren't you? Now we're gonna use a fan brush here, and uh, I want you to take some hunter green, and we're gonna put a happy little bush right down over here in the corner there. And that'll just be our little secret. And if you tell anyone that that bush is there, I will come to your house and I will cut you. Oh, jeez, mine doesn't look anything like his. Out of hell with it. and movies and sex on TV. But we're in those good old-fashioned values on which we used to rely. Lucky is a family guy. Lucky is a man who wants to get with Andrew. Lucky is a man who all the things that make us laugh and cry. He's a family guy. You throw like a fishwife. Come on, you herring loving friggin' rod. Fresh, are you gonna take that from a fisherman? No way! Oh! Oh! Oh, for the love of fish! Oh! <laughs> I'm good. Ah, <laughs> oh, how fun. And it's for a good cause. All the money goes to the families of fishermen who've been eaten by sharks. Ladies and gentlemen, the mayor of Quahog, Adam West. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. It was 360 years ago that Quahog founder Miles Chatterbox Musket set sail for the new colony of Rhode Island. You know what I'm gonna do when we get to shore? First thing, first thing I'm gonna do, I'm gonna have me a snack. No, 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 shower. Shower first, snack second. But I hope I see Indians. Hey, you think they'll have American cheese there? Ever the free thinker, Miles was thrown overboard for speaking his mind. He was as good as dead. But as legend has it, he was saved by a magic clam who brought him to shore and shared the vision of a new colony, which would be called Quahog. There are fields for tilling, woods for timber, and always the bounty of the sea. Look at all this sand. You know there are beaches that have black sand? Oh, did I not pack my towel? Are you, are you listening? Because I'm trying to help you here. And help he did. Thanks to the clam's leadership, Quahog became a great and prosperous settlement. But relations between Miles and the clam soon soured. I mean, I know he's an Indian, but what kind of a name is Squanto? I mean, Leslie or something like that would be nice. Shut up! Shut up! Just shut up! God, keep it to yourself once in a while! Ah! Oh, here, here, look what I'm doing. All right, look, watch this, watch this. Uh, oh, look, see that? See that? Yeah, now try it with me. Huh? Okay? Okay? <laughs> 
<sighs> Things only got worse. Before long, Miles began to contemplate killing the clam. I was awake last night, Miles. I saw you. I think it's time for me to go. I'll send for my things. Wait, don't go! I'm sorry! <gasps> Miles never spoke again, but every year until his death from a combination of tuberculosis and a tomahawk to the head, he went to the shore on this day in hopes that the magic clam would return. Today, we citizens of Quahog continue this tradition. What's that? Something out at sea? Clam ho! They're giving you cue, Peter. Who the hell's idea was it to make this shoot out of foam rubber? It's such an honor to play the magic clam. Aren't you proud of your dad, kids? Are you kidding? God, this is worse than having Ronald McDonald for a father. Bye, Dad. Don't wait up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Lisa. Come back here. You're not going out with all that makeup on. But, Dad... Upstairs, you're a McDonald, not a whore. <laughs> I think I got a wave here. Huh. So that's what Peter's penis looks like. How could you embarrass me like that? Nobody better pull this kind of crap at my slumber party tonight. Don't worry, honey. You and your friends are gonna have a great time. Yes, yes, how delightful it will be. A pubescent herd of gabby ratchets prattling on about boys and music and jelly beans and stickers. Oh, oh we better stop by the hospital so I can get my cootie shot. <laughs> Shut up. Just leave me and my friends alone tonight, okay? Meg, will you relax? None of us are gonna do anything to embarrass you, all right? Jeez, I gotta get gas. Hey, any of you guys want a soda? I'm gonna go inside and get a soda. Mom! Meg, you know your father loves you very much. Mr. Griffin? Oh, my God. Hey, look, Meg, it's Kevin from next door. I, I didn't know you worked here. Hey, Kevin, come here. Come here. Say hi to Meg. She's right in there. Right there. Uh. Okay, I'd put Brad Pitt's face on Brendan Fraser's body with Ben Affleck's butt. <laughs> my turn, my turn. I'd take James Brolin's face, Mark Spitz's body, and Milton Berle's legendary genitals. <sighs> Mom, what are you doing? I love slumber parties. Okay, through the dare. Who here has gone all the way? Hmm? You know, at my sleepovers, we used to practice French kissing. Now, everybody pair up. All right, Mom! Chris, get out of here right now! Um, I can't. Okay, finish up and then come out. Hey, Lois, have you seen my fake beard? Oh, crap, I'm stuck in the stairs. Oh, God, kill me now. Hello. Karen. All right, Meg, I'm gonna need you to boil some water. And girls, I'm gonna need towels. Lots of them. Okay, let's go. Oh, jeez, I'm, I'm sorry, Meg's friends. Look, I'll make it up to you. I'll get you Davy Jones for your school dance. 
Oh, ah, geez, Lois, what is that, acid? You guys are ruining my life. I'm sorry, honey. I know how you must feel. If you care about me, you won't show your faces downstairs for the rest of the night. Well, then it's a good thing I have this. I am not a crook. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I mean it, all of you. Oh, God, where's Stewie? Well, Beth, what do you think? Does Mark find you attractive? <laughs> I don't know. Well, have you asked him? Not exactly. All right, look, let's, let's try some role-playing. I'll be Mark, and you ask me out to the, the box social or whatever the devil it is you children are doing these days. Hey, down. God, your hands is like ice. <laughs> Just here, give it to me. Oh, that'll warm it up a little. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Oh, oh, oh! Peter, wait! Shazam! <sighs> oh, Peter. Hey, what happened to your friends? My family scared them away. I just, I just wish there was some way I could make them understand how embarrassing they are. Welcome back to Diane. Erica, it's time for Mario's little confession. Erica, you know I love you, but I gotta come clean. I'm, I'm not really a man. I'm a woman. Oh my God, you're a woman? Well, actually, I'm not really a woman. I'm a horse. Oh my God, you're a horse? Actually, I'm not really a horse. I'm a broom. Okay, okay. So, how do you feel? To be honest with you, Diane, I'm surprised. Man, this is a great show. They drag these idiots up on stage and then blindside them. <laughs> like, like this one guy didn't know he was actually two midgets. Oh, those poor, unsuspecting people. Well, maybe some of them deserved it. Hello, and welcome to Diane. Today's guest is tired of being embarrassed by her family. Meg, how did you get these tickets again? Let's bring them up right now. Meg, whatever problems we have can be settled in the privacy of the Griffin family. <laughs> Shuckers. Uh-oh. And we're back. Griffins, do you have anything to say to your daughter? I can't believe you do this to us, Meg. Maybe now I won't give you the antidote. To what? To the poison you just drank. <laughs> See what I mean? This is not normal. You there, bingo. It seems the naughty baby has made a messy poo in it. Say, what's this? Volume. Volume! Look, what's a big deal? I mean, we're just a regular American family. We have family dinners and we go to church together. Yeah, and, and you even managed to humiliate me there. <laughs> Whoa, is that really the blood of Christ? Yes. Man. That guy must have been wasted 24 hours a day, eh? We have a caller on the line. Go ahead. Yes, yes. I say, do you have Prince Albert in a can? <laughs> quiet, quiet, quiet. Shut up, shut up. Um, well, you'd better let him out. <laughs> That's hilarious. Meg, you have two parents who love you, and what does that say under me? Oh, go f yourself, Diane. Said a swear. Peter, do you think there might be any validity to what Meg is feeling? Who are you calling Uncle Tom? What? 
Okay, time out. This kind of acrimony isn't gonna resolve our differences. Just Maybe... shut up and throw a chair. Okay. Ah! Hmm. Uh-oh, fire, fire! City Hall is burning. Don't worry, I'll put it out. Ah! <laughs> hey, great show out there. Look, if you want an autograph right now, you either gotta give me a pen or get me some snow. <laughs> I look at you and I see a series. In fact, we would like to put cameras in your house and follow the human drama that is your family. Kind of like the real world. All right, then everyone would get to see me and my wacky antics. Black! So do we have a deal? Let's shake on it. Mom, are we on TV right now? Yes, Chris. Your father signed a contract, and now we're gonna be on TV for the next six months. How could you do this? You turned my life into the 24-hour loser channel. You, cameraman! Make sure you use that Sybil Shepherd filter. If they can make her look half-human, they should be able to take six months off my face. Um, I, I find the toothpaste with a pump is a little easier to get on a brush. Um... You might have noticed my underwear has a, has a hole in it. It's, uh, you know, I, it's, I, I don't see any reason to, to throw it out. It's, the waist is still fine. You know, you can see, see it's still real stretchy. Mom, you have to do something. Dad's on TV parading around in his underwear like some gross European guy. Oh, now, sweetie, your father's just a free spirit. Here, a good breakfast is a foundation of a good day. And a... And a bad breakfast is the foundation of indigestion. Hey-o! <laughs> hey, I'm, hi, I'm Brian. What the hell is this? I said egg whites only! Are you trying to give me a bloody heart attack? Make it again! Ah, uh, the breakfast thing. <laughs> yes. I, it, it wasn't even about the eggs, really. Frankly, I like the yolks. I, I, I don't... I have no problem with... It's just... There's always been a lot of tension between Lois and me. And... It's not so much that I want to kill her. It's just I want her not to be alive anymore. Uh, I, I sometimes wonder if, if all women are this difficult. And then I think to myself, my God, wouldn't it be marvelous if I turned out to be a homosexual? One time my dad pooped in the neighbor's yard and then lied about it. I knew it! Well, I'm glad I used his shovel to clean it up. Wow, Joe, this sort of makes you like Larry from Three's Company. You know, I always thought he was sexy. Yes! I am all about Larry over here! Um, on Sundays, we generally catch the early bird special here at the Lobster Shanty. There's fresh seafood, good prices, plus it's a shanty. And you get to pick your own lobster. Yes, yes, that one looks like he's got some fight in him. Take off the rubber bands, I'm going in. Oh my god, it is them. I can't believe the Griffins eat here like everyday people. We're like trying to eat here. 
Mag, put your bib on. I don't want to wear a bib. Mag, honey, it's very cold in here. Maybe you'd be more comfortable with your bib on. It means your nipples are sticking out. Mom! <laughs> nipples, nipples. That's it? I want those cameras off. Fourth wall! You're breaking the fourth wall! Meg, you're the one that got us on TV in the first place. Well, now I'm getting us off TV. I quit. Hmm. Look, this isn't necessarily a bad thing. Oh, we can't do the show without Meg. Why not? Our research shows that Meg is the least popular character on the show. But everyone loves the rest of you. Lois, Lois, women 25 to 49, they see you as a role model. Really? Absolutely. What about me? Oh, <laughs> you. Look, the bottom line is you folks are all still under contract, okay? But I've come up with a solution I think will make everyone happy. Jason Gallagher. Present. Meg Griffin. Oh, sorry, I'm late, Mr. Here. Taylor. I... Over here. Thank you for meeting us here. Can I offer you a cigarette? Peter. Sorry. We have to keep this brief. Why are we here? No cameras. The TV executives don't want viewers to get confused and think you're Meg Griffin. So you're just gonna let them recast me? Hey, it could have been worse. They could have gone with plan B. Brian, put a mask on. I have an announcement. Meg Griffin's plane was shot down over the Sea of Japan. It spun in. There were no survivors. Who do I see about the Section 8? Fine. Do your stupid show without me. I'll be over Cleveland's house. I don't even want to be a part of this family anymore. Meg. She'll be okay. Come on, we gotta get back. The cameramen think we're taking Chris to soccer practice. We're gonna be late. Why won't you talk to me? Oh, Meg, honey, our home is your home for as long as you like. We could offer you the guest room, provided that it doesn't bother you that my great-uncle Chet died in there. Oh, I guess not. Uh, when did he die? We think sometime between the Tonight Show and the Today Show. <gasps> you know, some, some people think that dandelions are weeds, but, uh... You know, I, I always think, who the, who the hell decided tulips were so great? Hey, hey, I'm over here. Hey, hey! Hi, Chris. You know my name? Of course I do, silly. I'm your sister, Meg. Oh. Uh, I don't know if Mom and Dad told you, but we usually have breakfast naked, and I'm allowed to videotape it. Ooh, my skin's getting so slippery. I hope I don't pop out of my top. Aww. Hey, hey, camera guy, check this out. Peter Griffin and Madam. Oh, Madam, you're a lusty old gal, aren't you? You're the one with your hand up my backside, darling. Oh, she got me. Hey, hey, come back here. Hey, she's gonna sing Rainbow Connection. Uh, Mr. Quagmire, can I use your toothpaste? <gasps> Oh, my God, excuse me. Hey, no problem, Meg. You probably bought me another three minutes. Giggity, 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 giggity. Oh, oh, the funniest thing happened at work today. See, Hi, there was everybody. Just... Hey! I had the worst day. First, I didn't make cheerleader because I'm so plain, and I still don't have a date for Friday night, as usual. I'm going upstairs and writing my journal about how I'll never grow big, full breasts like these. 
It's not fair, Lois. If I don't get any airtime, how am I ever gonna get my own spinoff where I'm a retired baseball umpire who opens a bar? At the center of the earth. You know, we don't get many of you molten rock men in here. Well, at these prices, I'm not surprised. That's it, pal. You are out of here. To hell with the cameras. How could we ever let them replace our little girl? Oh, I miss her, Peter. Me too. She's like that dorky Baldwin brother who isn't as good looking or successful and never answers my letters, but he's still a Baldwin, damn it. And so is Meg. Let's go get her back. So, Griffins, what can I do for you? I'll tell you what you can do. You fire that sexy, interesting version of our daughter and make us a family again. Or we walk. Fire her? She's the highest testing character on the show. Besides, you can't quit. You have a contract. Oh, yeah? Well, here's what I think of your contract. I think it's awful, and I don't much care for it at all, my good sir. Let's go, Lois. We're out of here. Well, you put me in a very awkward position, Peter. But I guess I have no choice. are you? We're the Griffins. No, you're not. You're Tom Arnold. And your friend Rusher. And you're, um, that fat guy from Boogie Nights. And you're the Olsen twins? Blast! Damn you all! Victory is mine! Whose leg do you have to hump to get a dry martini around here? Oh, Peter, you promised me you wouldn't drink at the stag party. Ugh, I do not sound like that. Oh, this is terrible. We're the laughingstock of the town, and we've lost our daughter. Meg! Oh, Mom. Look, I don't care if you guys embarrass me. I want to come home. Oh, sweetie, it's good to have you back. Hey, honey, I'm sorry we missed your ball game. What? Here's an ice cream. We love you, Meg. I love you, too. Hey, Lois, there's a Bible in here. Hey, look at me. I'm a Christian. I'm reading the Bible.
Excedrin headache number one, puppy mill. Oh, damn. Hey, does, does anyone here have thumbs? And anyone? No? Ah! Uh, sorry, I, I don't play. Hey, 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 come on, knock it off. Hey, how's the flow today? Hey, hey, whoa, whoa! Uh, mom, mom, do something! Mom! Mom, help! Mom! And that was the last time I ever saw her. Well, Brian, I, I think we've stumbled on the root of your problems. You have abandonment issues. You need to confront your mother and deal with this. What, are you crazy? For God's sake, my eyes were barely open, and she just, she just gave me away. Well, you know, it's her loss, right? Yeah, I turned out great. Huh? Am I right? Right? Yeah! Yeah, you bet your ass I'm right. You, you want arm wrestle? Come on! Right now! Come on! Brian, have you been drinking? No. <gasps> Brian, you really seem to be enjoying your wine lately. It's only my second glass. Dad, if Batman broke into the house and they had guns and they put a gun up to your head and made you choose who you wanted to live, me or Meg, who would you choose? Oh, uh, ask your mom. I'm not very good with tough decisions. We'll be closing in two minutes. Oh, I could never choose. I love all my children equally. It's hard enough having Stewie all the way in Palm Springs visiting Grammy and Grandpa. Give Nana a big hug, sweetheart. Well, that should guarantee some after-dinner entertainment. Lois, uh, I was thinking, why don't I fly out to Palm Springs and pick up Stewie? Really? Yeah, a trip like this is just what I need to clear my head. Well, that would be wonderful. It'll give me time to catch up on my reading. Oh, usually there are so many distractions. Come into my home, will you? Show you, you bastard. Stewie, gather your things. Time to go. Well, it's about bloody time. You... That idiot Slatton sent the dog? Oh, 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 well, this is, this is, this is... Oh, oh, don't even get me started. I, 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 I mean, really, when, when I think of, 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 of the times that that woman has... Oh, I won't even begin to, to, to... to... Can we go? Fine. Just got a relationship video. The infomercial said this tape will help us communicate better as a couple. Oh, it's when have we ever had trouble communicating? Oh, Peter, I love you. Yeah, about a quarter past five. Okay, Lois, I'll make you a deal. We'll watch the tape, but uh, you got to do something for me. Okay, what? Do that Catherine Hepburn impression for me, and and Philadelphia story Hepburn. None of that head on a slinky golden pond stuff. <laughs> Sorry, little man. Everything gets x-rayed. Wait, wait. There's really no need to... On the good ship, lollipop, it's a sweet trip to the candy shop where bonbons play on the sunny beach of Peppermint Bay. Let's hope Osama Bin Laden doesn't know show tunes. God, I hope I get it. I hope I get it. How many people does he need? How many boys? How many girls? Wait here at the gate. I gotta run a quick errand. Aren't you a little young to be traveling alone? Aren't you a little old to be wearing braces? 
I think you've had about enough. Well, I th I think you're wrong, you increasingly attractive-looking woman. You know, you're you're really pretty. Oh, stop. No, I'm am serious. You could you could be in magazines. You you could. You can, and, and not just like jugs or or creamsicle. Call me. She won't call. Oh, here's a pleasant sight. Cirrhosis the Wonder Dog. I'm, I'm not drunk, all right? I just have a speech impediment. <laughs> and a stomach virus. And an inner ear infection. Flight 85 to Providence, final boarding. Oh, at last! Yes, yes, come now, chase the stick. W where, where are the bags? What the deuce do you mean, where are the bags? They're right here. Rupert! I tell you to watch the bags! But you were watching the boys again, weren't you? It's that steward, isn't it? The one who looks like Tab Hunter. Don't forget it. Let's just get on the bloody plane and go home. Our tickets were in the bags. Flight 85 to Providence is now departing. That's not going to stop me. Hey! That was my plan. Where's yours? Oh, my God. All right, let's not dilly-dally. Get Lewis on the phone, have her wire us some money, and let's get the hell out of here. I, 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 I'm... I'm... Fe oh, oh. Oh, that's pretty. Yeesh. Hello, operator. Hello. Oh, God, that's right. You have to punch in the numbers nowadays. I should know this. Oh, yes. 8675309. That's it. No, wait, that's not it. Damn you, Tommy Two-Tone! <sighs> Only one thing to do. One, 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 one. Lewis? Damn. One, 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 two. Lewis? Damn. One, 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 three. Away with words in marriage for couples who communicate not good. Oh, come on, Lois. Jeez, this is gonna be worse than that time we had to sit through your Uncle Jerry's snuff film. Are they really gonna kill that girl? Peter, please. People are trying to watch. Just give it a chance. Hello, I'm Dr. Amanda Rebecca. By purchasing this video, you've taken the first step towards strengthening your relationship through better communication. I'd like to start by asking the women to leave the room because this part of the tape is for men only. We'll see you in a little while. I can see this is gonna be very intense. <laughs> How fun. Make sure your wife is out of the room. So, you want to talk or you want me to take my top off? That's what I thought. Oh, man, you're making me so hot. I hope you like big breasts because mine are so big this itty bra can barely contain them. Do you want to see more? Yes, please. Then you'll have to order my next tape. You got the stuff? Yeah, I got it. Where's the money, huh? I want to see the money. No, no, no. You don't see the money till I see the stuff. Oh, for God's sake, there's only one way to put an end to this nuisance. He's wearing a wire! What? You son of a... <sighs> That's it, Mr. Giraffe. Get all the marmalade. <sighs> Hello. Ah! Ah! Oh, damn it! A pus-spewing, blood-gutted hell! Oh! What? 
What do you mean our credit card was declined? Oh, no, 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 there's no need to come up. We'll, we'll, oh, blast! Damn it! Oh, come on, you get up. Come on, go for a ride in the car. Oh, a penny. Wake up! What? What? Oh, what? Oh, my head. Oh, God, what are we doing here? Oh, we needed a weekend away from the kids. You know, just us. We have to get the hell out of here! Motel manager, open up, or I'll hit you with this blunt instrument I used to hit deadbeats with bad credit cards. Well, it's, it's not an instrument. It's more of an object. But it's blunt. Hard and blunt. And, well, it's kind of like a bat. I found it out back one day when I was raking. Let's go. All right, we need some wheels. This one's unlocked. An SUV? Look, we're trying to elude someone. We're not driving to soccer practice. Let's take this one. You, you like that color? What's wrong with the color? I, I don't know. It's just, it's so dark. It, well, yes, but it doesn't show I, it, dirt. What? It doesn't show dirt. I, I guess. It, uh, you, you know, this really is the first place we've gone to. Perhaps we should try another lot. Sold. We'll go on hotwire it. Hotwire? I don't even pump my own gas. Oh, for God's sake. Hurry up. You did it. Wait, put it back. I like that song. With Montgomery Clift, who was in From Here to Eternity with Burt Lancaster, who was in Atlantic City with Susan Sarandon, who was in White Palace with Kevin Bacon. There. Nice, nice. Except that was James Spader in White Palace. Moron. Ooh, Mr. Snippy. Look, I, I, I just need some time to think, all right? Yes, yes, you've got lots to think about, haven't you? Public drunkenness, grand theft, auto. You left out the part where I made you smash your head on the windshield. Well, I, I, I don't recall. <laughs> yes, well, I suppose I walked right into that one. Uh, hello? Lois. Hi, it's Brian. Let me talk to her. Brian, we were just on our way to the airport. Is everything okay? Yeah, yeah, oh, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Stewie and I traded in our plane tickets for train tickets. Yeah, yeah, uh, apparently you, you can do that. Give me the damn phone! Oh, little fella's sound asleep, but I'll give him that kiss for you. You suck! See you in three days. <sighs> Let's go. Oh, crap, we gotta disappear, and quick. Maybe we should have jumped on that truck. Stewie and Brian are taking a train home. Jeez, can we not talk about curtains for two seconds? I got another one of those relationship tapes. $49.95? That's three times as much as the first one. Lois, our relationship cannot be measured in nipples and dimes. I'm, I mean, nickels and boobs. Money. I'll be upstairs. Peter, why are you so... Get out! This is a part just for the men! I say, there's a plane. Yeah. If there's a plane, there's probably a pilot. And if there's a pilot, there must be a bar. I can finally get a drink. I don't trust you. You put your seed in my daughter's belly. You're fired. But, Paul, you can't fire me. You're lucky you're my brother, too, or I'd kill you. Uh, excuse me, sir. Uh, I'm an experienced crop dusting pilot. You can trust us completely. My friend here is too young to put a seed in your daughter's belly, and I'm of a different species. You're hired. <laughs> Boy, will your face be red when they find the black box on this one. So 
really saturate the soil twice a day. That's why my tomatoes haven't been coming in. Hola. Uh, me, me amo es Brian. Uh, uh, well, let's see. Uh, Nosotros queremos ir con ustedes. Yeah, that was pretty good. But actually, when you said me amo es Brian, you don't need the ace. Just me amo Brian. Oh, you speak English. No, just that first speech and this one explaining it. You, you're kidding, right? Okay. Senor, pare el auto. Why the hell did we get off here? My mother lives in Austin. Don't you see? Fate's brought me back here for a reason. I have to find my mother and make peace with her. Oh, yeah, so she's in Austin, hmm? Eight miles that way? Yes. All right, so instead of driving down this sun-parched highway, we've now got to walk. Uh, pretty much, yeah. Well, you know what this means. Yep. I say, walk slower, dog. My huggies are already holed up in Box Canyon. Hello, Luke. Uh, have we met? My name's Brian. I was born here. I'm sorry, son. Lots of dogs been born here. Refresh my memory. Which one were you again? I was the one who could talk. Brian, come on in. Betty, look who it is. Is that Brian? Oh, and you brought a little friend. Well, I bet you're a hungry little fella. Yes, and I'll bet you lost your virginity to a mechanical bull. Now change me. Look, I've... I, I've been thinking a lot about my mother lately, and, uh... Ah, she was a good dog. Was? You, you mean... Last year. She went real peaceful. Oh. Well, she, she probably wouldn't have wanted to see me anyway. That's not true. Biscuit loved all her puppies. <laughs> Biscuit. Brian, your mama gave you up because she thought you'd have a better life if she let you go. Was she right, son? Do you have a good life? Yeah, I, I really do. I have a great life. Would you like to see her? See her? I, I don't understand. Well, we love Biscuit so much, we wanted to keep her with us always. So we had her stuffed. <gasps> Mom! Well, I say, someone must have said a funny because your mother's in stitches. <laughs> oh, I'll leave you to grieve. Come on, Betty, why don't we get these fellas some sandwiches? Look at Jesus standing over there all by himself. You'd think those bulldogs would invite him to their card game. You deserve better than this, Mom. You, you know, this is actually a rather elegant solution for my problem of what to do with Lewis. Uh, shut up and help me. I'm not leaving her like this. <gasps> oh, relax. Old girl doesn't have too much to wag about these days anyway. Hey, Meg, try and guess the word I'm thinking of right now. And it's not kitty. <sighs> Car. No. I don't know, apple? No. Give up? Yeah. It was kitty! <laughs> Peter, isn't this... Oh, my God, the new video! Oh, life is sweet! How about some whipped cream? <laughs> oh, that's always good. And some cinnamon. Oh, oh that's good, too. And then guess what? I'm going to add... Oh, jeez, if she says Mrs. Dash, I'm gonna lose it. We're going to add... Peter! <laughs> I know what you've been doing here, and I'm very upset with you. Wow. 
Usually beautiful women don't turn back into you until after I'm finished. These tapes are about communication. If you wanted to see a woman acting nasty, you should have told me. This is hot. Turn around. Lois! Uh, this is not what it looks like. She means nothing to me. Peter, it's okay. Yeah? I was trying to be sexy for you. Oh, come here, you. You should have told me. You should have told me. Wait here. I'm gonna get directions to the nearest park so we can give my mother a proper burial. Come on, darling. Stiff up a lip. <laughs> I'm writing that one down. Say something. What? D just say something, please. For God's sake. Um, uh, yea, and God said to Abraham, you will kill your son Isaac. And Abraham said, I can't hear you. You'll have to speak into the microphone. And God said, oh, I'm sorry, is this better? Check, check, check. Jerry, pull the high end out. I'm still getting some hiss back here. Say something about my mother. Oh, yes, I'm sorry. Um, ah, I never knew Biscuit as a dog, but I did know her as a table. She was sturdy, all four legs the same length. Thanks, thanks, that's enough. Yes, yes, uh, Requiem and Terra Pax and so forth, I'm in. Wow, look at all those stars. You know, I've read that starlight gives you cancer. But then again, what doesn't these days, hmm? Listen, kid, there's, there's something I've been meaning to tell you. It's not easy for me to say. Oh, God, you're not coming out of the closet, are you? Oh, God, why does everyone always come out to me? I, I just wanted to thank you for everything you did today. I know this whole trip has been a mess. Well, it hasn't been all bad. I must admit, there have been some moments that were, dare I say, fun. We're off on the road to Rhode Island. We're having the time of our lives. Take it, dog. We're quite a pair of partners, just like Thelma and Louise. Except you're not six feet tall. Yes, and your breasts don't reach your knees. Give it time. We're off on the road to Rhode Island. We're certainly going in style. I'm with an intellectual who craps inside his pants. How dare you? At least I don't leave urine stains on all the household plants. Oh, pee jokes. We've traveled a bit and we've found. Like a masochist in Newport, we're Rhode Island bound. Crazy travel conditions, huh? First class and new class. Whoa, careful with that joke. It's an antique. We're off on the road to Rhode Island. We're not gonna stop till we're there. Maybe for a beer. Whatever dangers we may face, we'll never fear or cry. That's right, until we're syndicated, Fox will never let us die. Please, we're off on the road to Rhode Island. The home of that old campus swing. We may pick up some college girls and picnic on the grass. Mm -hmm. We'd tell you more, but we would have the sensors on our ass. Yikes. We certainly do get around. 
Like, like a bunch of renegade pilgrims who were thrown out of Plymouth Colony, we're Rhode Island bound. Or like a group of college freshmen who were rejected by Harvard and forced to go to Brown. We're Rhode Island bound. Look who I found at the train station. My baby. Mommy missed you so much. Oh, yes, God forbid you should have put a little eyeliner on for my homecoming. Did you have a nice trip with Brian? Oh, yes. Smooth sailing through calm seas. Hey, uh, kid. Listen, uh, thanks for not ratting me out. Is there anything I can do to pay you back? Oh, yes. You remember that episode of the Brady Bunch where Bobby saved Greg's life and Greg became his slave? Yep. It's all in this afternoon. You can tape it for me. And put a nice label on it. Okay, Meg. I'm thinking of another word. This time, it's definitely not kitty. Can you guess what it is? Is it kitty? Uh, get out of my head! Get out of my head! 